forever. Dog. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the best show. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's episode. And boy, are we going to have a good time with you tonight. Because tonight we're talking all about your crazy rideshare stories, your crazy Uber stories. Uber Duber tonight on The Best Show. 201-989-0012 is the number. If you want to be a part of the magic, that's what you do. You call the number and we'll take your call. Very simple. It's very transactional. So if you want to be a part of the transaction, then you call up and you tell me your story. We'll talk about it. Well, it'll be fun. Where is Tom at? He seems like he's a little off tonight, is he? Yeah, he's a little off tonight, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's how life goes. Sometimes life... It's great. Sometimes you wanna uh, blast yourself into the uh, uh, the ionosphere, as the late great Hulk Hogan called it, the ionosphere. Me, Gene, we're going to the the stratosphere. We're going to the ionosphere tonight. Tom might be ready for the ionosphere, but. We'll get through it together. We all have our ups. We all have our downs. And I got a couple surprises up my sleeve tonight. We're going to do a new segment that I'll reveal later in the program. So get ready for that. And in the meantime, I welcome you all to listen to Tonight's episode of The Best Show. Cue the credits. Everybody, welcome back to the best show here on a Tuesday night in December of 2022. How's everybody doing tonight? Are you having fun? Are you having a good time? Are you enjoying the holidays? The happiest of holidays to all of you, I want to say off the top of my the start of the show. Happy holidays to everybody. God bless all of us, uh, except for a few of us. Then uh, a few of us, I wish God would smote, smite, smote, smite. Yeah, whatever it is, wipe them out, God. 
Ah, we just heard Monster Magnet. Uh, The title track. The title track. What year was that? 95? Let's look that up. Yeah, 95. 1995. Dopes to Infinity. One of the best bands out of New Jersey ever. That's right. Monster Magnet. Love them to death. They have a new uh, uh, archival release out now from the vaults it's uh basically it's two versions of the song tab one of their epic uh sidelong jams they had an e uh, a 12 inch called tab and uh this record is called test patterns volume one i believe let's look it up test patterns yeah test patterns volume one it's pretty awesome Heavy-duty, late 80s stoner action. Don't miss it. Um, hopefully we'll get Dave Windorf, our friend Dave Windorf, and our friend Tim Cronin, who was in Monster Magnet on that uh, particular release. We'll get them on the show soon, hopefully. And uh, thanks to uh, Tim, of course. Tim just sent me... Uh, the test patterns record and a few other things. Tim Cronin, one of the nicest humans and I appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. And anybody else who wants to send me some stuff, you send me some stuff. I'm all for it. you. Drop me a line. I'll give you the address. You mail me anything you got. Um, Couple things I want everybody to know at the start of things. Just realize that the best show is on Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. And that is how you support the show. You go there and you get all the bonus content. We got episodes of Rubenesque so far uh, there. We've got uh best show for Horseman edition, which is uh, an exclusive Patreon only edition of a uh, best show episode. We recorded a new one yesterday. That'll go up. Uh, uh, it'll go very, very soon. Ask Tom. I'll knock one of them out this week, and then that'll go up the following week. We've got new things popping on the Patreon. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that, and you can get all sorts of bonus stuff uh, there, so it's worth supporting the show. Patreon.com slash the best show. You can also get the best show ad-free. Up on the Patreon. We throw an ad in here and there now. Um, Because the best show. uh, We're trying to do video. We got a studio going. We got all these things now. We're trying to. We're really trying to go for it. And everything that we. That we make. Honestly. I take. I take a little bit. A little bit. I'm not. Tommy ain't getting rich off best show. That's just how that goes. Tommy ain't getting rich. Off best show. Tommy uh, Tommy ain't getting rich off best show. Tommy put money back into best show so we can have a stage and bands and video and all of this stuff. We're doing all of it because Tommy's going for it. Uh, uh, yeah, and we'll talk about what 2023 is going to be uh, in a few weeks. Got a lot of things I want to put out there that we're going to focus on. Uh, you can also get the best show ad free. If you're a forever dog plus subscriber, that's forever dog dot plus forever dog is the podcast network that the best show is on. You can, uh, join us over there and also just make sure that, um, you got the best show on your uh, podcast app. You give ratings, reviews, blah, blah, blah. YouTube.com slash best show. Number four for life. You can watch all the video, all sorts of stuff. 
We're providing a million and one ways to enjoy the best show. And what you have to do is enjoy the best show. Hype it, plug it, tell people we're here, tell people we're better than ever, and you love it. Blah, buddy, blah, buddy, blah, blah, blah. Tonight's topic. We're talking about rideshare uh, stupidity, rideshare insanity. What are the crazy times you've had with uh, being in an Uber or a... Uh, a lift. Or what are some of the other uh, services? Who do we have on the line? Do we have, uh, we got uh, Pat. Pat, are you here, Pat? Um, here. There's Pat. Pat is one of the guys. Pat's a, back in New Jersey holding it down in the Garden State. Actually, you're in the Empire State, if I believe, uh, if I'm, I'm correct. I, I was in both states today. In both? in Look the Empire, but uh, mm. earlier in uh, the Garden you went from the garden to the empire. We got Pat, and Pat's holding it down in New York, New York, and uh, uh, holding it down in uh, Jersey proper. Do we have the one and only AP Mike? Mike, are you here? Hey, Tom, how you doing? How you doing? See, look at this. This is what this is what makes Mike Mike. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Mike. Thank you. It's a class act, Mike. Seventy-five thousand points for you right now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I could use them. I'm going right. <laughs> the old point system still tracks, but you because now uh, Jason has a hundred and ten. Uh, Pat is thirty, and you've got seventy-five thousand and fifty-five points. Uh-huh. There's a point system here for the producers of the show. Andrew uh, is here. Andrew holding it down on the other side of the the wall there, running the board. How are you, Andrew? Tom, I'm doing great. Andrew, How you give doing? yourself uh, 35,000 points. Oh, thanks. Right off the bat. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Uh-huh. There we go. We're just spreading it around. I'm like Santa Claus up in this piece. Um, Uber stories. Uh, what are the uh, – anybody on the staff got an Uber story? You let me know. And I say Uber as a, as a catch-all for all of the ride shares, whether it's Lyft or uh, – or what, what, are the, what are the other ones? Are there other ones? How about a a good old taxi cab? Mike, I'll take some taxi cab stories. You got got a taxi cab story you want to tell? You tell me. Well, yeah, it's a quickie. All right, let's hear Um, it. Let's hear it. One of my my last, I mean, I haven't had one in a while, um, but one of of my last taxi rides was a little weird. I got into the car, it was nighttime, and uh, I thought there was a pile of paper uh, sitting next to me on the seat in the back seat and it was a human being oh my goodness so you get in the back of the cab and where is it were you catching this cab now <laughs> this was bayonne yeah bayonne all my cab rides were in bayonne pretty much and this is a cab that you called up for and they came or you're waving it down yeah on the street? yeah i called i called for it uh i had been doing some drinking which may explain the mm-hmm. uh delusion that uh, a human being was a pile of newspapers. <laughs> sure. You thought it was a pile of newspapers, and then you realized it was a living person. Yeah. It was in the wintertime. There was a bulky cult coat involved. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes those coats can be so bulky they hide the human form. Now, did the did the cab driver have anything to say about this? Why there was another person in the back of the cab? 
Well, yeah, so, sometimes they would they would double you up. Sure. I mean, they do that on Ubers and Lyfts, right? Hoboken, I mean, they do that. They, you, know, like, you can do it in certain Ubers and Lyfts. There's a yeah. certain level of things where you where you share the car uh, with other people. Um, I find that a little annoying. That used to be in Hoboken. Where you, I would go to Hoboken. <laughs> you take the train to Hoboken, and then you want to go, say, to the other end of Hoboken, and you get a cab, and they're just piling everybody in there. Yeah. They're piling everybody. You think it was uh, the the freaking uh, Partridge family that everybody <laughs> loaded in. I don't know. It was a stranger. Yeah, I'm over here. Yeah. It happened, uh, happened to me down. in Jersey City, too. And yeah. uh, Thank you. Yeah, we went on a, a long detour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're now you're sharing a ride with some lunatic. <laughs> or maybe you're the lunatic, and they're uh-huh. saying, like, I'm sharing a ride with a lunatic. I um, never ride in front, though. I've been up front. Yeah. Don't enjoy it. No. Look at the cabbies. Huge Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. (laughs) The 48-ounce cup that they've got or a double big gulp or a super big gulp cup up front that you know they're using as a turlet when when times are getting (laughs) tough in that cab. You know uh-huh. they, you know that cup. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's multitasking that cup. Uh-huh. You just gotta hope it don't go back to being a, a beverage container. You gotta hope Was its there... final form is <laughs> turlet. Was Was there any incident that prompted this uh, topic? Um, yeah, there actually was. Uh, a friend of the best show, uh, our own Brett Davis, one of the one of the bright lights of the show said he had a fun cab, uh, Uber experience. And I was just like, Oh, well that's a fun topic. Thank you, Brett. And, uh, yeah, Brett's one of the good guys. Brett's one of the good guys, but we'll, uh, he likes to keep a low profile on the best show now. So, yeah, so that's, look, I've had some crazy Uber things. Um, one Uber had a lecture. The guy was blasting a lecture series, which was basically, how would I say? It was Christian-based get-rich uh, okay. yeah. thing, where it's just like, here's how to become a Christian millionaire, or so whatever you want to call it. Like, it really seemed a little bit of a little bit of a conflict on the message there. Well, not a whole lot of not yeah. a whole lot of focusing on the other guy uh, with the way this thing this thing was just like get that money, get that money in the name of Christ, get that money. <laughs> You're just yeah, I'm like, sure they don't mention the. Uh... Eye of the needle and the camel. Yeah, that, not a whole cool lot. Of, not a whole lot of talk about uh, a, a rich person going through the, uh, <laughs> you know, into get, getting into heaven. That mm-hmm. seems to have fallen out of the rotation of yeah. of just Christian. A lot of Christian speak now. Um, yeah, I heard that. I mean, I've heard Christian music blasting in cars. I've heard gospel blasting. Every stripe of music I've heard. The dirtiest hip hop, gospel, classical, jazz, 
classic rock. And then there's always the 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 Uber driver who's just is like flipping around. It's just like pick some, pick some. I don't want to hear you flipping around. I'd rather hear a complete broadcast of something I don't like rather than hearing you fiddling with the dial. Here, get the uh, wait. Get to hear. I uh, get to hear one one third of uh, work, 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 and suddenly hear that. Then suddenly hear, oh Lord, stuck in low die again. And suddenly hear, suddenly hear, a womp bump, a little bump, a womp bump, bump, tutti fruity, oh Rudy. Then you hear, I'm too sexy for my shirt. It's like pick, pick one, and then ten minutes of commercial. The ones that. The 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 rideshare drivers that just play commercials, like they leave the radio on, which is fine, and the radio's the radio. But that's when you do turn that dial, when it's commercials. Being a car, I got to listen to Steven, I, Steven Singer commercials. I've had the opposite experience in Bayonne. You know, late at night getting cabs, mm -hmm. almost always it was just deadly silence. Mm -hmm. So you feel compelled to try and break the silence and you have some chit chat. Mm -hmm. um, I used to get this one particular driver quite a bit. And he was a little frightening, uh, sort of a frightening guy. Uh. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he would have preferred not talking, you know, okay. just sitting deadly silence. So he sees, you, he's, trip. he sees you and he's like, oh, it's great. Yeah. It's that chatterbox. Yeah, here's the chatterbox. I, I got the chatterbox this, again. This guy's going to try and talk to me and have like a human interaction. And I'd rather yeah. just. When's this guy going to realize I'm not here? To, I'm not going to be his friend. And meanwhile, I you're just like, yeah, I'm not trying to, you're like, I'm not trying to be your friend either. Yeah, just yeah. Trying to make the best out of a car ride. Mm -hmm. Now I got every, every stripe. Every stripe. Well, we're going to take some calls and talk all about this now with the the listeners and see who's got something to offer over at 201-989-0012. We can talk all about crazy ride shares. And what are the other ride share things? There's uh Besho, hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, Besho. Nothing? Nothing, honey. Can't get the can't you can't hear me. All right, Tom. One sec. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, I believe that you might be able to do so now. Okay, let's give it a try. That person, please call back. Call back, and we will get you. Apologies. On Apologies we'll get you for that. Apologies, Andrew. I will throw a can of soda at Andrew because Andrew, you're just gonna have to take it. I'm going to line you up against the wall. I'm going to whip a can of soda at you. Do I get to pick oh, what no. type of soda? Do you get to pick what kind of soda? Yeah. So you'd rather get hit by a uh, Diet Dr. Pepper can? Oh, I was going to say Sprite. Andrew, this is this has got your name on it. Oh, uh, okay. Right here. Thank you. Brett's looking out for me. Brett hates everybody here. He's just like, ooh, Tom's going to throw a can of soda at somebody. I'll go get it. Andrew, what, would you, what do you want? Do you want a Dr. Pepper? And look. I'm gonna throw it at your. I'm gonna throw it at your bread basket. I'm not whipping it at your head. Not whipping it at your. Okay. At your. Uh, That's good. Uh, your your midsection, yeah. which is a polite way of saying things. 
right right at the old bread basket. Sounds okay. But you do have to hold your arms back. You cannot shield yourself. Right. Right. Of course. Well, a Dr. Pepper works. Okay, I guess. good. I, I do like the idea that what type of soda it was clearly meant something to you. Like yeah. you wouldn't want to get hit by a a can of bubbly, for example. Well, that would have actually been my first choice, but okay. um second sprite, perhaps, and then a dark soda later would have been like the lower you know dark soda. Well, just like a Dr. Pepper, a Coke. Something that's sure, stain like the brown there. sodas. Brown sodas, yeah. yeah. You'd like to get hit by like a a, a clear a mug one. root beer. You would like like would that do it for you? Get hit by a old can of mug. Yeah, the less I think, the more I think about this, the less I care. I guess. Sure, you realize it's, you might want to just start to prepare yourself to block out the pain. Yeah, that's the important thing. Uh, can somebody order me uh, Dudio or somebody? You know the T-shirt cannons. I want a, one, but for cans of soda, not for today. Andrew, Andrew, you're just gonna get an overhand whip of a can of soda at you because uh, the previous caller did not get on the air. Um, I see. From this point on, I will be launching cans of soda at people with a. Soda cannon. Oh, okay. So that's a Andrew. It's a way to make sure people fly right around here. Gotcha. People got to fly right, or they get, or it's time to get sodied. <laughs> you say okay. it's sody time. When I say it's sody time, just like the song said, just like, just like, uh, 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 what's his face said, uh, 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 Peel, Pat. What was his name again? Your buddy, your New York buddy. David Peel. David Peel, like he said, up against the wall, mf'er. And I'm not calling anybody an mf'er. I'm just saying, up against the wall. It's up against the wall. It's Sodi time. Best show caller. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? This is Colette from Athens. Oh, it's Colette from Athens. Now you are Colette from Athens. Says. A little bit of an outmoded uh, handle, wouldn't you say? I haven't moved yet. Ah, so you still are Colette from Athens. Yeah. For a while, at least. When, When is the move happening? Uh, I think probably May. May. Okay. Yeah, I have some Athens business to finish up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, working on the statue, the the the, uh, the 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 Cindy Wilson statue in Athens. Yes. Yeah. Got to get one of those going. Everybody always, oh, Kate Pearson. Every look, of course, Kate Pearson. I love Kate Pearson from B fifty twos, of course, and Fred Schneider. Oh, Fred Schneider. But a lot of people they they sleep on Cindy Wilson. I don't know. I everyone, yeah. I feel like that's fair. Um, I think she has like a booth at a uh, a vintage store in Athens that I like to go to. Ooh. So. Mm-hmm. That you know, she's a she's an icon of style. She is right there with Kate Pearson. I just want equal time for Cindy Wilson. Is all I say. In your B fifty two's love, 
equal time for Cindy Wilson. That's all I ask for. Um, and Fred Schneider. Oh, I said, of course, Fred Schneider. Fred Schneider gets all the props, and Kate Pearson gets the props. Not enough Cindy Wilson love out there. Colette, let to tonight what, be the start of it. To let tonight be the start. To what do I have the pleasure of this call? Do you have something for the topic, perhaps? I I do. Um, I have, uh, I don't know, probably like kind of a tame Uber story, but um, like when I visit uh, other cities, like I usually have to take an Uber to the airport, so they're really long rides. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this one time when I was in uh, Jacksonville, which is uh, one of America's great uh, trashy cities. I got into an Uber. Now, what are uh, the good things? Like, what, 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 what? Just fill me in on Jacksonville. Give me a little bit of context for Jacksonville. Lint biscuits from there. No, oh, okay, that's all you need to say. Thank you. Pro- <laughs> pro- proceed. You can proceed. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I get into this Uber. Um, it's like a, a a Dodge like SUV, like a nice one, like a middle class mom like car sort of and in the vehicle is a middle-class mom she's the one driving like white hair or not white hair blonde hair um like north face jacket the whole spiel and um like two minutes into the ride she asks me if i like the music and i am trying to identify it and i ask her what it is and she says it disturbs the sound of silence Oh my goodness. Um Yeah. <laughs> and and I listened to it and it's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever heard it. Um and probably mm-hmm. the first time I've heard disturbed since like two thousand one. Um and uh I'm like, all right, cool, like this must be what uh boomers enjoy is uh bands that they hated the fact that their kids listen to. Um and uh, it was fine. It went on. And then the next song was also a new metal song, Corn. Um, but like a corn song that I hadn't heard. Like it wasn't one off of any of the big ones from the 90s. It wasn't. Remember when he did that? Is this the song you remember in the cab? I mean, in the Uber. Yes, yes. Exactly. Sounds like the dude in Crash Test Dummies went goth <laughs> the best thing about this song is how everyone who likes it the first thing they say is it's better than Simon and Garfunkel oh yeah no the they really know. yeah yeah sure there's no way this thing kicks in though is there it stays like this of course I think the guitars come in there's no way no there's no way this kicks in it stays at this level the whole way I'm just gonna jump ahead because I all right, there's some strings. Yep. Ugh. It's worse than if it kicked. I thought it was going to be like, boom. But it's like, they're just like, no, this is classy. This is classy. This is time for disturbed yeah. to be classy. We're doing Sound to Silence. We're not just going to turn it in. We're not doing Faith like Limp Bizkit did when they did George Michael like that. We're classy. We're doing this. It's like bad Queensryche. Yeah. Bad yeah. Queensryche. And Queensryche is bad. They a respectful route with Behind Blue Eyes. Yeah. Their version of, look, their version of Behind Blue Eyes. I'll be honest. If you A, B that, I can't tell which one 
is the Who and which one is Limp Biscuit? Seriously, no. let's try it right now. They're let about me, as proficient. Let me just try to let me try to A B it right now. <laughs> let's see. I don't know which one this is. I just typed behind behind blue eyes. Okay, now here's the second one. Right, this is the Who. I, I do know this already. This one's the Who. I can I could spot Pete Townsend's guitar playing a mile away. <laughs> yeah, and that's Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of. I, I every time I've tried to A B it before, I've gotten it wrong. Now I finally cracked the back of it. I got it. Um, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. No, we're classy. We're disturbed. We're not doing what they did with Faith. We're classy. We're gonna have strings and everything on this. Our fans deserve a yeah, little bit of class. Evanescence. Yeah. Our fan. Yeah. We want some of that Evanescence money. <laughs> I don't even know what Disturbed sound like, what anybody in that band is about, but I certainly just painted a pretty good portrait of it. Uh, what was that? Was their other big hit? Oh, get on, man! I'm uh, down with the sickness. Get on, yeah. is that right? Isn't that <laughs> yes. one? Yep. Get on, man! I'm down with the sickness. <laughs> I can't even do it. I think it's uh Let me hear the original. <laughs> you feel that? Do you feel that? We're classy. We bring them in with down with the sickness. We keep them here with sound, sound of silence. Problem with sound of silence is it's not tough enough. Yeah, that was really what was missing. Here we go. I can do that, right? Got it. Now I got it. I feel better. And all men are down with the sickness. <laughs> so the mom Man, is, is the playing. Given to me. The mom's playing "Sound of Silence" by Disturbed. Yeah, and the next song after that is by Corn. Don't you think anybody who and... say anybody who got married to Disturbed's "Sound of Silence" <laughs> shouldn't like? Should we? Shouldn't Joe Biden be like? Shouldn't he just be like? Like completely like uh what what's the word I'm looking for here? What do you do? Not divorce, like like to just nullify. He should nullify, nullify. every uh, no, he should annul, annul, annul every marriage. Uh, you know it would be bad luck if a uh, corn pop it turned out he got married to uh Sound of Silence. <laughs> He'd be like, freaking Biden, cancel my freaking marriage. 
We got in a street fight 76 years ago. Now he canceled my freaking marriage. Biden, we, we, we're finally fighting it out, Biden. I'm coming to D.C. We're going to settle this like men on the White House lawn. <laughs> so then, then new corn. This this new, yeah, this new mom corn. starts playing new corn. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's fine because it starts segging into like what is clearly a a lovingly curated uh, playlist of like just new metal jams. Mm-hmm. Um, System of a Down is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Evanescence is on there. Like Kitty is on there, which is really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, Pod, like everyone that you can think of, System of a Down, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, like for 45 minutes, uh, just is like flowing out of this, uh, speaker system in the car with the mom, like earnestly singing along to all of it. Like she knows all of the lyrics. Um, so the mom is up front. She's going like, get on my number now with the sickness. And you're just like, um, I'm going to make my flight. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. (laughs) Um, but, uh, the 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 last song, the song that I walked out of the car uh, yeah. on, was uh, "Limp Bizkit's Break Stuff," which is a which was perfect. Class, that's that's classic rock. So that's kind of yeah, that is classic rock these days. Break your effing face tonight. Mm. <laughs> There's nothing better than Woodstock '99 when Fred Durst sees those boards, uh, like that they tore boards out, and the crowd's like surfing on them. He's like, I want to do that. 15 <laughs> minutes later, he's on. The audience is waiting for the show to keep going while he tries to arrange for a piece of plywood to be brought up to the front that he can surf on. <laughs> but I will say this. You watch that those Woodstock 99 die. First of all, they should have just flown over. Since it was an Air Force base, they should have just flown over and dropped a bomb on it like the way they should have just kept with the military theme. like an outbreak not a bomb that would blow everybody up like i they, you know what i push for neutering bombs they should have just dropped a neutering <laughs> um, a bomb that would neuter everyone at woodstock 99 uh if that happened we would not have had uh january 6th would not have happened most of the people at Woodstock 99, uh, most of the people at, at the insurrection were conceived at Woodstock 99. QAnon, I can't you, argue with you that. tell me, you t- can't tell me that the QAnon shaman's parents didn't meet at Woodstock 99. <laughs> that he that wasn't, muck and filth? that his spark of the, the, the initial spark, spark didn't come about during um during uh red hot chili peppers they're playing uh hand to hold is that a red hot chili pepper song did hand the, to hold did the woodstock 99 docs come out before january 6th because i think you might be onto something with influence there is a connection there that we are going to explore uh it's going to be a best show investigative report and uh we're going to send dudio uh on the case Jason Dudio Gore is uh, one of the best show producers. We're going to send him out to interview January 6th uh, insurrectionists. 
and to also talk to members of um, Corn and Limp Biscuit. And you you know who else played Woodstock '99? John Entwistle from the Who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing they had imaginable. To have a connection. Yeah. You know how great. Hey, who's playing Woodstock '99? Ah, oh, James Brown, John Entwistle. Oh, I'll check that out. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> how many stages were at Woodstock? Did people even have a choice? I think that I wonder how many stages there were. There must have been some stupid cool down tent, right? No, there wasn't. There was no cool down tent. No, I mean, but like, a, like, a, like I mean, I, cool in terms of like house music, like like uh, club music. Not that it was oh, like a misting tent, but like a like a like a party <laughs> tent, like where it's just like get out of the sun and come in here, and basically a tent where you it's just like you can be drunk out there. Come in here and do drugs. <laughs> this is the drugs tent. I think Insane Clown Posse might have uh, might have inaugurated that. Yeah, I went to Woodstock '99. I was very excited that Cheryl Crow was playing, John Entwistle, and the aforementioned James Brown. Those are the three performers I wanted to see. Studio is staying four stages east west emerging oh artists planet drum and then he said there was a rave tent okay yeah planet drum yeah planet drum i actually had my 11th birthday party at planet drum <laughs> it was a theme restaurant yeah 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 an old man, he turned 98, he won the lottery, <laughs> and he died the next day. First of all, what's a 98-year-old doing playing the lottery? You're 98. There's a high risk you're going to drop dead any minute now. You know what you I mean? You might drop dead when you find out you won. Yeah, that's what I mean, especially if you won. I could drop dead because the uh, episode of Maury was too upsetting. <laughs> Let alone he finds out he wins the lot. What if he only won like the pick three? He won like $250. He won the lottery. I hit the pick three. Not all the ones, but the I got the three numbers. Not in the right order. That's uh, $63 I got. He died the next day. Colette, what's coming up? You got any exciting things to tell us? Anything? Do people know about your your uh, situ situation? I'm like half only, like half the time I talk about it all the time, and then the other half I kind of keep it quiet. But all right, that's there's some good stuff coming. That some, sentence made zero sense. Um, some Yogi Berra but, um, uh, logic there. Half the time I talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that um, probably the most exciting stuff that's coming out soon is um, just say the new effed up record next year. Yeah. Okay. Can, Can I say, say what it is? Can I say what it is? Can I? If not, I won't. Uh, don't I worry. don't know. No, we won't. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. When you're ready, right. I'm ready. All right, Colette. 
All right. Amazing call. You're the best. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom, this is Pete in Minneapolis. Peace? What is your name? Pete. Pete. Peter. Peter. P-E-T-E-R. That's right. How are you tonight, Peter? And where are you calling from? Michigan, you said? Minneapolis. I thought you said, okay. Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. How's it going tonight, Pete? I'm okay. Colette's a uh, tough caller to follow up on. Uh, you got it. You got it locked down. You got it locked down. Don't you sweat it at all. Well, do you have something for the topic tonight? I do, um, but the main reason I was calling uh, is because a few years ago, I think now, I think Dudio put out a best calls of the year compilation, Uh and I haven't seen that in a few years, so I I decided to take it upon myself to do it. Oh, you did? Amazing. You did a best um, caller so, collection, compilation. Yes, and and Colette is on there. And Colette's on there. Well, here he comes mad. He's mad. He's, he's stomping in. He's got something to say to you. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds great, Peef. <laughs> what, how many, how long's your, uh, uh, your episode there, Peef? Uh, it's going to be a two-parter. It's Ooh. probably going to be oh, a two-parter. Oh, okay. Two, well, three hours, three hours wow. a piece, probably. Okay. Hey, so you're talking about six. six. Tell, uh, do you have the number for the lawyer? The number for what lawyer? Oh, the best show lawyer. Because he's uh, you're, he's in, in, in infringing on your intellectual property. Well, it's your intellectual property. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, I'm going to allow it. <sighs> there goes the case. Well, well, yeah, I, I was calling for your blessing, more or less. He just wants your blessing. You want my blessing or Tom's? Tom's. Oh, of course. You good. have my blessing <laughs> really contingent, good, on, contingent on Jason's blessing. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a dick's picks situation. Okay, that's not going to help you with this one. No. What, uh, <laughs> Jason, will you give him his blessing, your blessing, so he can do this well, can thing? Can you tell me who other call, name two other callers that are on there? And if I like them, I'll um, give my blessing. <clears throat> if I hate them, no. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're going to like Simon from Ontario. I like Simon. There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay one more. And Michelle, Michelle the Oreo head. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get that one. Give him the blessing. What? No, you have the blessing. There Michelle's great. Michelle's great. Studio's yeah. great. <laughs> Pete, you're great. Everybody's great. We're all great. Email bum, it to bum. email it to me. I'd love to hear that. 
Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. All right. Cool. Felt like Jason's like, yeah, email to me. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, that'd All be right. great. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just dead air. Yeah. Sorry. I, I thought my I thought my son was waking up. Your so. son? Well, how old's your son? But yeah, I um he's he's about to turn a year. So that was uh mm-hmm. part of the reason why I took on this endeavor. I had a I had some free time mm-hmm. in the first part of sure. twenty twenty two. And then I just kept adding to the list of quality calls. Okay. Um, well, we look forward to hearing. Yeah, I love, I love the show. I've been you, listening to, to it for a really long time. Thank you, Pete. So. I appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but the best for the remainder of 2022 and all the best uh, to you going forward in 2023 and beyond. Okay. I hung up Pete. On. Pete, you just saved us a lot of uh, time and labor. So Truly, it is, it is a gift, Pat. Yeah, I don't know why uh, Jason was... Because uh, he specifically called me out for not doing it in a while. Well, I... I we haven't done it in years. I know, I we one, literally I, haven't I, done I it since... a couple years ago, I think, before, like, maybe the first year of, of quarantine. So hold on a sec. So Pat, yeah. Jason was huh. tweaked at the caller saying he's doing the thing that Jason didn't do anymore. Now, Pat, you're blasting Jason for that. I don't know if I'm, if I'm blasting, but yeah, I It feels I a little bit like a blast. Of, one of them. You made recently. one recently. So technically, you kind of took it on, so it should have been... I took it on... ...more from you than me. Yeah, but this... And I and when I heard this guy made one, I was... I was my reaction was great. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's time that we don't have to. I love it. But if he specifically, you know, went for my throat. Yeah. And I think that. All was right. I can't do this anymore. Both of you. <laughs> You're both getting Kansas soda thrown at you. <laughs> Pat, pick someone, in Bro- pick someone in Brooklyn to throw a can of soda at you. Well, Jason. One just came, one just came in through the window. Jason, uh, Andrew. We'll throw a can of soda at you after I throw the can of soda at him, which could either work to your advantage because he'll be wounded or he'll be all ramped up. That'll go the other way. He'll take the can of soda be thrown twice as hard. But it's sody time. Sody time. Pat, who are you going to pick to throw a can of soda at you? Someone already threw one. One just came through the window. I don't know who who did it. I might have been... might have been, uh, I don't know. Who could that be? Who'd be out there in Brooklyn and throw a can of soda? Judy Rosen? Maybe. Hello, Best Show. Oh, sorry, Pat. No, go ahead. Best Show. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is John in Falls Church. John in where? Falls Church, Virginia. Look, John, I'm not going to get on you right now. John from Virginia. Yeah. You're John from Virginia. You say John from Virginia or John from Maryland or John from D.C. Falls Church. I don't know where that is. It's John from it's Falls Church. It's the home of the Eden Center. The home of the what now? The Eden Center. The mm-hmm. uh, Vietnamese commerce hub of the East oh, Coast. Oh, okay. Well, of course. <laughs> Falls Church. And I want to say this to everybody. If you're putting a flyer for a festival 
on Instagram. Put a general geographic uh, signifier on there. I see the flyer come through. Oh, wow, look. Oh, Kurt Vile's playing. Oh, the, oh where's Australia? <laughs> I can't be the only one that gets irked at that. Right? Well, I'm in the D.C. area. But you know what I mean. You see these flyers on Instagram. Oh, look at this show. Oh, this looks like a good one. Oh, where's this one taking place? Singapore. I can't I, get I there. I get those, yes. Oh, Idaho. What? Just say where your thing is. Just say, just put a little thing on it just saying, we're in Australia. Not asking for much, am I? Am I asking for too much with that? No, but you made fun of me last time I called when I said DC, and then I talked about how I wasn't really in DC, and I don't know. Well, so well, I tried well, to be specific. Well, what do you think? We're playing hide and go seek? You can tell me <laughs> you're in DC and just kind of stick to that. <laughs> okay. We're not playing hide and go seek, John. Not playing hide and go. Say you repeat after me. Are we playing hide and go seek? I'm not playing hide and go seek, Tom. There we go. I'm sorry. That's all I want. All I wanted to hear. We're not playing hide and go seek. Okay, and that's actually um, relevant because I drove for Uber from 2015 Ooh. to 2017, and you get to drive where you're summoned to. So DC was my whole area, including. Sometimes going as far as Baltimore, sometimes okay. going pretty far down into the next county, a couple of counties down in uh, Virginia. So so when you would do the, the driving, what was your approach to the, the experience of being a driver? What was your approach? Did you... Did you like it to be quiet in the car? Did you like to just have a baseline of music? Do you ask the, the passenger what they would like to hear. How did you handle this, John? I would some usually drive mornings. I would get up at about four and try to go till noon because you got a lot of airport trips that way before traffic got bad. So once traffic was bad, you made less money. So um, I would I would play music. Sometimes I would figure someone for more of an NPR person than I'd play the news. Um, but, you know, I would filter my music, which can be you know, somewhat difficult and pick poppy things, you know. So what would be something that you would not that you'd like to listen to, but you would never play in the the Uber for the customer? Like you'd, something you'd play once they were out of the car. What would that be? Oh, like the residence. That would be one. I think it would be disturbing. Yeah. That might not. Uh, um, that might not be great. Yeah, I mean, I had to yeah, keep an eye in the on car, things. Like here. So he gets in the car. They got here. Santa dog. <laughs> Santa dog. Santa dog is. Pretty awesome. That first Residence album is pretty amazing. Well, one of my favorite uh, times was when this um, nice uh, matronly woman was going to the airport, and she just loved the music I was playing. And she was like, oh, who is this? And I said, I was like, 
It's the new pornographers. Ooh, who I saw last week. Uh, <laughs> they were pretty amazing. Unfortunately. Oh, really? Unfortunately, my guy, uh, Dan Behar, was ill and could not perform that night. Uh, uh-huh. It was a bummer, but uh, I hope he's okay. I hope you're doing good, Dan. You know, I think the world of uh, uh, Mr. Dan Behar. Good guy, good guy. Absolutely. Good guy, good guy. Um, yeah, and they were great. They did Mass Romantic in its entirety. Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. It was great. I think I went on that tour, but I saw um, Twin Simmons. Twin Cinema. Twin Cin- that would have been the next night for me. I could not make it there. Right? That's what they should. That's what new pornographers are missing. Was just like for the love of a god, not a letter from an occupant. Somebody get Carl Newman and tell him that. Get him on people. Hit him up on. Uh, I'm sure you can. Social media. Tell him that at Sharpling said that you need to add, add a uh, down with the sickness to a letter from an occupant. Um. So you wouldn't play the residents in your car. What were some of the weird requests you got from customers over over the uh, ages? over the time you were uh, an Uber driver? Well, most of the people were really good. I mean, I compared to waiting tables, which I think the proportion of bad customers to good customers was completely flipped. I really found most people, most passengers to be great. You know, I mean, very few gave me problems. Um, the worst were ones who just, Wanted you to drive fast to ignore the you know laws, and that was always really annoying. Um, I didn't mind that. This was back, I guess you know, enough years ago when the aux cable was a thing, and I was always plenty happy to hand that over and mm-hmm. let them play what they want, turn it up, and you know that was fine. But what kind of thing? What were some surprising things you heard that uh, a passenger started playing? Oh, but they started playing, oh, not that much. I mean, I think the one thing that was very surprising was I did overhear um, someone talking to a friend about this banking scandal that did make the papers in the following days, and I felt like I kind of had the scoop on that. I mean, because I was looking for it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this this is going to be news, And, and sure enough, it was, so. So so sometimes you, something like that would happen, but not mm. not really. So often. all told, it seems like you had a pretty good experience. The first year, the money was good. The second, it got worse, and then it just wasn't worth it anymore. But, I mean, it was kind of a between-jobs thing, so I wasn't that concerned about it. I mean, our savings was good, and we're good, and, you know, so... And I just want to say one thing, John. I don't want to go too far off target. I know that some people might be horrified by the idea that I am going to throw soda cans at the Besho staff if 
there's any mistakes. But uh, I'm going to stand by it. And I'm going to just say this. Like uh, Bob Dilbin said, uh, to paraphrase Bob Dilbin, uh, <laughs> the people that get soda cans thrown at them has no top or no bottom. I'm saying right now, if Brett Boehm or Joe at Forever Dog, they mess up, they're getting a can of soda whipped at them. And just like that, I'll also throw a can of soda if a child um, uh, doesn't give me enough lemonade at a lemonade stand, they're getting a can of soda thrown. Why am I buying lemonade when I clearly have a full can of soda? That's my business. I do like to support local uh local businesses too. Uh so I like to I like to give back and buy lemonade from uh the children. But I I probably refrain from throwing the cans at them. Everyone the children. Well no. Okay, then this. I'll throw a little can, like those little <laughs> the ones you get like at a bar when they have like a little when they're just making a single drink and they want to like put right. Coca Cola in it. I'll throw the little cans at the little kids. Little kids get little cans. Thank you for the call, John. Okay, night time. Good night. Yeah. I was in a a, a, a lift a few days ago, and... um, Um... Witnessed a full-on skidding car on the highway, straight up. Second time in a week, I saw two full-on skidding cars, which uh, is a testament to how awful the driving is out here. People cannot drive. Terrible, terrible drivers out here in Los Angeles. Terrible. Worst in the nation. I thought people from Pennsylvania were the worst. Uh-uh. People of Pennsylvania, you are uh, uh, you are uh, uh, Mario Andretti compared to the way they drive out here in Los Angeles. Um, yeah, skidding cars because people just drive like dummies. They don't. Well, uh, they don't understand fast lanes. They're going slow in the fast lane. Um. I've had like a QAnon type driver, somebody talking all about anti-vax, mask stuff and conspiracy. When you hear the phrase pandemic thrown into the casual chit-chat in the back of a a car, not a good sign when they say pandemic. Okay? The phone number 201-989-0012. And I want to say this. I have a second segment here on the show that I'd like to do, but I won't do it. We got like 350 people in the, uh, in the, the Twitch, twitch.tv. Um, I'm not going to do it unless we had like 500 people in there. I'm just not going to do it. So go tell your friends to uh, jump on in to the chat. If we got it up to 500 people, I would do this topic 
What topic is it? That's right. Which office character are you? I'll quiz you, and I'll tell you which character from the office you are. That's right. Only if we get up to 500 uh, people on the, on the, uh, only if we get 500 people. Can't do it otherwise. Where is the calls? Here we go. Back to the phones. Back to the phones. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Brianna in Brooklyn. Brianna in Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn uh, are you in, Brianna? Uh, Clinton Hill. Clinton Hill. Yeah. What, now, what is a distinguishing characteristic of Clinton Hill for people who aren't familiar with Brooklyn? Oh, interesting. I mean, I think, uh, I don't know if this is a characteristic, but I think um, Chris Wallace was from here. Christopher Wallace, Notorious B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G., uh, yeah. Big Papa, as they called him. Yeah. Or as he told us to call him. Like, the thing is, sometimes you get a nickname, sometimes you kind of float your nickname and you hope people pick up on it. I don't know (laughs) if people were calling him Big Papa until he's like, I love it when they call me Big Papa. It's like, and now people start calling Big Papa. Then you trace it back. It's like when somebody's saying, when you're just like, oh, that's a nice... That person's a really nice guy, really nice guy. And then you're just like, wait, are they? And then you start to realize, hold on. They're the ones that say, they're the ones telling everybody that they're a nice guy. <laughs> Nobody else is saying they're, it started with them. You ever, you know, people like that, Brianna? Who walk around talking about how nice they are. Where they just, they're the ones that, that's, that plant the seeds for just like, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. And then everybody, yeah. somebody else is just like, oh, he's a nice guy. And then you just take a step back. You're like, how nice is he? Who said he was um, nice? Is that like Albie on the White Lotus? Uh, I'm, I'm a couple episodes light on White Lotus. Don't ruin it for me, please. I didn't see the finale okay. yet. Um, no, I'm just saying, I think Albie kind of fits that profile a little bit. Who? I'll be the little um, Michael Imperioli's son. Oh, yeah. He's a nice guy. Nice guy. Good guy. Good yeah. guy. Look, I'll catch up um, in the next I week. I'll really... catch up in the next week on on uh, on uh, White Lotus. Uh, well, brace yourself. Uh, um, Mike White Lotus. I have something to... Why don't they call it the full I name? Mike White Lotus. Right? Yeah. I really deeply love Mike White, though. Um, I gotta, you know, I gotta say, you know what I gotta do, Brianna? I got, what? I got things. I got things I could do. Why, why, why ain't nobody want nothing from me uh, in terms of these things? I got stories to tell. I wrote a national bestseller. Everybody now, they're well. well I can have my shot now because Tom mentioned his book for the <laughs> for the drinking game. I know people have on the show yeah if i mention yeah. the book they drink good and start drinking are 
are you saying you want to write an HBO prestige drama? Yes, I think that might be what I'm saying, Brianna. <laughs> it's time. Do, um... <laughs> it's time. What about divorce? Yeah. Do you think I'm still working on that? No. no. I'm not. Sorry. You're not. And trust me, that turkey it ran great. its course. That turkey ran its course, but but fast. <laughs> That's when my next book should be about working on that show. Yikes! <laughs> working on that. Mm-hmm. Tell you, if I ever started yeah. decided I wanted to start suing, started talking about filing <laughs> some lawsuits on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna do it though. Yeah. Onward and Can upward, I says. Onward and upward, Brianna. Okay. But seriously, it's my turn. It's um, my 2023 is this is what I'm gonna say for 2023. I'm not gonna tip my show my hand yet for what I want my year to be. But I'm just saying, if at the end of 2023 I don't like the looks of it where I'm at, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. You're out of what? I'm getting, I'm leaving the planet. No. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That is dark. Yeah, like White Lotus. <laughs> Everybody likes when White Lotus is dark. <laughs> but they don't like when I'm talking about leaving the planet if I don't get what I want after a year <laughs> from this life. No, I'll, mm. I'll do my dark. best to stick around. Or will I? Or will I? (laughs) Now, Brianna, do you have something for the topic tonight, which is the crazy rideshare stories? What do you got? Let's hear it. I do. We'll make it. We'll make it snappy. You make it snappy. That's uh. You go 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 make it snappy then. Okay. All right. Two summers ago, I was catching a very early morning flight. So I mm-hmm. flipped the lift for 5 a.m. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sick. No, that's all right. So, lift driver shows up at 5 a.m. I put my bag into the back seat. Mm-hmm. And I walk around the back of the car to get it on the other side. But he drives off without me and my bag. So, the, so, so the car I just took right off. It just sped off. And he went really fast. He went all the way down the block and like whipped left. And I was running down the block, like begging him to come back. But he didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. So I luckily had my phone and I could see him heading to the airport, like still going to the airport. Like looking map. for another fare, so, another pickup. I didn't know. If, I didn't know at that point if this was some kind of like high effort, low yield scam. Yeah. Or if he was just an idiot. So he's or both. to the airport. I'm calling the What's that? Or both. Or both, right? He's got my stupid suitcase. So I'm calling him and texting him through the app. He's not responding. I don't know what to do. So I call my dad. I didn't know what to do. Finally, it occurred to me to add a stop back at my home, at my house. Ooh, okay. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Very smart. So now I'm watching him turn around and come back and comes back and he picks me up and I like don't really know how to calibrate my emotions 
I didn't like want to flip out on him. It's like five in the morning. He's probably tired. Mm-hmm. So I get in the car and I'm like, um, and he goes, whoa, you know, when you added the stop and I realized you weren't back there, it really freaked me out because I've been talking to you this whole ride. And I was like, you were talking to me, but you didn't think it was weird that I didn't respond. And he was like, I just thought you had your headphones on. Well, that's uh, just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) He was talking. He's like, well, I just figured you had your headphones on. Then why would you keep talking? I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. That is truly and utterly crazy. Yeah. There might be some, like, gender stuff at play there, you know, about, like, a certain kind of man who talks at women. Uh, not to be too like pat about it, but it seemed. But I, I well, look, that is flexion. that's a fair thing. There are plenty of rude dudes out there, but there are also <laughs> Brianna. <laughs> dudes yeah. are a subset of the dumbest species, <laughs> human beings. True. This is just a, they are a particular stripe of stupid coming from the worst, the worst plague to ever strike any planet, the human race. (laughs) I know, and you have one more year to make it count, Tom. I got one more year, and so so somebody in the chat saying, don't talk like that. I'll talk however I want. Go read my freaking book. You don't think I earn the right to talk over I want about ups and downs and scary stuff and mental health. And I'll talk however I want. How dare you <laughs> tell me how to talk. I wrote on divorce for Christ's sake. I know. I loved it. Loved it. Oh, you were the one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brianna, are, do you have any plans? Do you have any plans for the holidays? Are you staying in Brooklyn for the holidays? Are you going traveling? What's going on? I'm going to go see my parents in Florida. Ooh. Um, what part of Florida? Jacksonville? Yeah. Tampa. 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 Oh. Now tell me, what's the difference between Tampa and Jacksonville, for example? Where's Tom Petty from? Uh, I think Jacksonville is, when I think of Jacksonville, I think of more like marshy terrain, crocodiles and things, right? I don't, I really don't, I'm not up on my Florida geography. So, I don't know. So, but what, what, what makes, did you grow up in Tampa? No, my parents just moved there. Oh, okay. So you don't have any real connection to Tampa. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So where did you grow up? In Brooklyn? Um, No, I grew up. I moved around a lot. uh, An army brat? Born in Pittsburgh. What's that? Were you an army brat? You were? Yeah. So where did you go? You grew up in Pittsburgh, you said? I was born in Pittsburgh, and then we were sort of in Texas and Colorado, and Mm-hmm. I ended up in Massachusetts. Okay. Covered a lot of ground, but then you settled on Brooklyn, and Brooklyn's where you shall be. I mean, I really like Brooklyn. I'm not judging it. I think... 
I ain't judging um, it. But I haven't spent a ton of time in L.A. It seems like L.A. is pretty great. L.A. is pretty great. L.A. is pretty great. The one thing about L.A. is L.A. is fine. The sun shines most of the time. Um, no, it's a Neil Diamond song. Sorry. Um, Brianna, mm -hmm. I wish yeah. you nothing but the best for 2023 and beyond. You too. Thank you. You have Thanks, a grand Tom. evening. Bye-bye. All right, all right. Where are we at? I don't think we're going to hit the thing for this side. We're at the same spot, man. Same spot. We ain't hitting no 500 in this chat. There's going to be no no office uh, thing. Go get somebody to raid the best show, uh, Twitch. Where, where are the raiders? I, like, the, I hear all about these raiders. Somebody go get some raiders to roll on in. We hit 500, then I'll switch to the, we'll add that topic to the table where I will scientifically deduce which character from the office you are based on a battery of questions. Hello, Best Show. Hello. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Mary from Lansdale. Ooh, Mary from Lansdale. Now, this is a quality caller, and the Mary is uh, the host of a podcast called Mary versus the Movies. And, and it, yes, I am. Thank and you. People love it. It's Mary going through all these films in the eighties that you never saw, and you're catching up. So you're watching. Which ones? What's the most recent one you've watched that you did not see in a, in the eighty from the eighties? Well, let's see. Um, the we were doing a bunch of Christmas things. So this Thursday comes out our episode on the Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, before that, we did Ernest Saves Christmas. No, no, no. It was Ernest Saves Christmas. Then we did An American Christmas Carol starring Henry Henry Winkler. Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs> oh! But, uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, Tiny Tim, cool it. <laughs> Tiny Tim. It was Tim. a very strange fit. You and the, uh, the what, what were the triplets again? Which, first of all, oh. it's so creepy. What Fonzie is implying, the character Fonzie from Happy Days, when he would talk about the 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 triplets that they would all that he would uh, that were uh, in his stable of of uh, sex partners. Uh. I guess I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it. Um, that's what was being implied. The was it the Del Vecchio uh, or something like that? Right. Oh my gosh, what an uncomfortable thought. It's basically you know? Fonzie's ruined an entire family. <laughs> he, he he disgraced oh, an entire family. Sick. <laughs> yeah, and anything where it's like, oh, we're dating like I'm dating siblings, I'm dating twins yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's no. It's no. <laughs> so let's think this through. It's the grossest thing I ever heard in my life. So you're dating everyone in a family? What is this, Pencil Skirt you know by Pulp? <laughs> oh, just just awful. What yeah. is this, Pencil Skirt by uh, Pulp? <laughs> I 
Really? What? What is this pencil uh, skirt by Pulp? I come around when he's not in town. I'll show you how you're doing it wrong. Right? Oh, it's turning me on, on, on. It's the greatest. <laughs> he called during the best show 24-hour uh, extravaganza. That was amazing. It really was. It was one of the highlights. It really was one of the highlights. When you raise your pencil skirt like a veil before my eyes like the look upon his face as his insipidness flies. Ah, well, I know that you're engaged to him. Because ah. he talks about your mother, I'm going to come for your father too. Like happy days up in this piece. Now, Mary, to what do I owe the pleasure <laughs> of this call tonight? What What's going on? Um, well, I actually, it's not a, uh, a ride share story, but it is a taxi story. Hold on one second, Mary. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Somebody in the chat said, can Tom name every track on different class in order? Um, yeah. And you can see I'm covering my eyes. Misshapes, pencil skirt, common people, I spy. Disco 2000, the bed one. What's the bed one? The bed one. Uh, something's changed. Sort for ease, ease and whiz. Uh, underwear. Uh, feeling called love. S Sunday morning. Uh, Bar Italia. I think I got pretty. Oh, what is this feeling? Feeling called love. Yeah, that's why I got the thing wrong. Okay, I think I did pretty good with that live bed show. I saw somebody said in the chat. Now, Mary, to what? What do I? Uh, what do? To what do I? The pleasure you were saying you had a story based on a car ride. What? Uh, what is it? What? What? Let's hear it. So, oh, years and years ago, um, I th gosh, I think it was like 2005 or something like that. I was in Prague on a trip with my mother. And, you know, it's one of these old European cities where, you know, you have the medieval section that is all the tourist stuff that you want to see. And that's, you know, where we're staying. And then you have, you know, like an industrial part of the city and a more modern part. Um, mm -hmm. But so we would just take like a taxi from the hotel to the other part of like the old town and see stuff and then, you know, go back because, you know, my mother's not great on her feet, so she didn't want to walk the whole way. You didn't want to make her so hoof it's not it. very far. You can do yeah, it. You didn't want to be like that. <laughs> Come on. You can do it. <laughs> They're just cobblestones. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> Wear comfortable shoes. Shut up. <laughs> you got to admit, there was probably a party that just wanted to go. Can't you just bleep and walk a little bit? It's it's that thing that you never want to admit to, but is always kind of there, you know. Oh yeah, no, it's a part. Of, it's a part of it. It's a part of it. Yeah, it's a part of it. 
So, so you're there. So we're taking the taxi. You're taking yeah. the taxi, and then what happened? So we'd go over to the taxi stand in like the plaza, and you know, figure, okay, we'll grab one of these guys. And this one cab driver is super eager, and he looks exactly like um, Captain Lou Albano playing Mario from Mario Brothers. Okay, so he it looks was, like Captain was, yeah. Lou Albano, the wrestling, uh, the wrestling uh, manager. Was mm-hmm. he ever a wrestler? I think he was actually a wrestler at one point. See, I don't, I don't know enough about the history of wrestling. The history. Like no, people, that's that's not my. <laughs> I always love when people are like, "Oh, you know, wrestling." That's a real sport just because they have the outcome figured out. That's not a real sport then. <laughs> yeah, they move around. You got to be in shape for it. I'm not saying you, this is like, I'm not saying they do nothing. They do a whole lot. You got to be in shape for it. But it's not real. There's a difference when a sport, the players don't know what's going to happen. That's a sizable difference between basketball and wrestling, for example. They don't hand the Knicks a script and go, "Okay, uh, you know, uh, Julius Randle, you're gonna you're gonna lob it to Mitchell Robinson for a, an alley oop with five seconds to go." <laughs> you don't know who's going to win. When you go out there and you don't know whether you're going to win or not, that is an added layer of, of just of 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 just the toll that that takes on you. When I do the best show, I don't know whether I'm going to win today and do an episode. I thought today I'm going to say this, Mary, and you get it. You've heard enough of the best show. You do your own show. I couldn't have been in a worse mood. I five minutes before the show started, I, I might as well have been in a crying in the corner. If I had to write down how I thought today's show was going to go, did I think I'd be on fire the way I am right now? Hitting it from left and right, boom, 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 boom. No, I didn't. If I had to, but if somebody handed me a script and said, hey, Tom, well, this is how you're going to, this is how the show's going to go. Just do the thing, play the role now. Yeah, that's, that, then that would be, yeah. I, that would I would at least not be worried or or pondering or fighting to try to do something with to change the course of things. I would know the I would know the script already, and I would play to the script again. These these wrestlers are incredible incredible athletes. They're flying all over the place. They're jumping off the turnbuckle. They're slamming into each other. I'm not saying it ain't Protecting. nothing. But I'm not saying it's everything. That's all I'm saying. So. No, I get that. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. You get it. So tell me, tell me what uh, you get in the you get in the car with with your mom. Yeah. And again, this guy looks like like Mario from the video game, like the TV. Yeah. Did you hear that when he got in? 
You know what? I'm surprised I didn't. It was because here's here's what happens. <laughs> what happened? I, we say, you know, take us back to whatever hotel. Mm-hmm. And he takes off. And at first, it's like the way that we're expecting. And then all of a sudden, we're kind of going down streets that we don't recognize. Okay. And we're looking at each other like, well, maybe he knows a shortcut. And then all of a sudden, we're on a highway. Okay. Wow. And we are okay. heading far. <laughs> way off We're heading target. far away from. Yeah. Okay. And we're getting into like the industrial part of the city. And and, and he is wheezing. You know, you were just talking about like uh, how bad Pennsylvania drivers are. And look, I get it. I'm from here. Um, this is very much like being on the Schuylkill Expressway. It was terrifying. Um, yeah. And he's weaving in and out. And my mom and I look at each other like, oh, my God, are, are we being kidnapped? <laughs> you thought you and, were and being we're kidnapped. And we're trying to get his. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You thought this was a, a taking situation. Exactly. <laughs> so you're on a highway that you didn't expect to be on. You and your mom, yep. who is it was infirm to a degree. She's not as mobile as as she would like to be. Yep. So Exactly. And I'm thinking, how do we escape this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you gonna get out of this car? Right? Yeah. So what? Uh, what? And, and the thing is, we're having. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm oh, listening. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm listening. Um. So we we finally because he's really just focused on driving in the traffic, and you know we're trying to like get his attention. Finally, I just say, "Hey, man, where are you taking us?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, it, "What?" And I said, "Look, you know, we are at blah 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 hotel. Where are you going?" And I swear this happened. Tom, I've been calling him for six years. I, I don't exaggerate. I swear to God this happened. Like, I've, I've never told a lie on this show. He turns around and he says, Mama Mia, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Mama Mia, Mario. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, did you watch, uh, look, I'm halfway through Love Island season eight right now. The UK Love Island is one of the truly great uh reality shows in all of history if not one of the greatest programs in any way shape or form i'm not joking love island uk that's a good show there's a guy in season eight named davide and he's this italian guy who showed up and he is uh he he's like super jacked super handsome super jacked he looks some people say he looks like uh John Ham, and I would say since he's the Italian John Ham, what would that make him? John Prejut? <laughs> John Prejut? John Prejut? He's not a. <laughs> but he has this Italian accent, and I can say it the same thing because these are my these are my people. God help me, these are my people. He, at one point, he says, "Like, because they're because they're trying to you try to meet people, you date people, you partner up, you're coupled, this, that, the other thing." And there's all these people playing games, and there's this uh, this a woman named Ekinsu, and he's like, uh, "I do not want to mess with the Ekinsu." Like he, it sounds like. And he goes at one point. He goes, uh, "Play the Monopoly. I don't play me," which is the greatest phrase I've ever heard in my life. Play the Monopoly. I don't play me. I like that. And I just want to tell everybody <laughs> right now, play at the Monopoly, a don't play me. 
take that to the bank. Just like freaking Robert Blake. That's the name of that tune. Um, so when he went Mamma Mia, then what happened? Well, he was sincere. Uh, he he understood and he did turn around and we went, we, he did drive us all the way back. And he actually waved to the fee and everything. It was an honest mistake. Okay. But it was a terrifying like 10 minutes. Sure. 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does sound, uh, that sounds for- terrifying. Yeah. So, so that that's that's my my one interesting taxi ride story is uh, I thought I was being kidnapped by Mario. Well, thank goodness you weren't. <laughs> yeah. Play the Monopoly. Or don't play me. Because again, words to live by. Mary, I am of uh, uh, Italian uh, heritage. Uh I was a little afraid to bring the story up for that reason. Oh, don't worry. I don't care. I uh, You say whatever you want <laughs> about the people, my people. Um, Yeah. Well, Mary, oh, I saw, on, I saw something on uh, social media about you. Very exciting. Very exciting. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Is it about me getting COVID? Yes. <laughs> You announced today yeah. that you have COVID. <laughs> yeah, I finally got hit. How you feeling? So I'm, I'm, I, honestly, right now, I just feel like I have a cold. It's, it's day one. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I've gotten like, I'm like a pincushion. I've gotten so many vaccines. So mm-hmm. I, I figure, you know, I'll, I'll ride it out. You know, I'm, I'm isolating in my, in our back bedroom and, you know, Good. keeping away from everybody for, to like test clear and, uh, you know. Drink drink a lot of juice and a lot of water. Stay hydrated. Seriously. I was going to say, do you have any good advice? And that sounds good. Stay hydrated. Sleep yeah. as much as you need to sleep and stay hydrated. Just hand, if this goes sideways, maybe you'll get it and you'll be more or less asymptomatic and it'll be like, oh, it was like a bad cold. I can handle this. Then you just wait until you're clear. Yeah. If you start getting the body aches and you want to fall asleep, Fall asleep. Let yourself rest. I'm, you know what? I'm going to do that because all my Christmas plans are canceled now. <laughs> yeah. Well, sounds like somebody just faked their COVID test. <laughs> oh, I can't come see you. I got to. That would be an ultimate business. Selling fake positive COVID tests to get people out of. Uh, holiday plans right because if you go get one you're like oh i'll draw the second line on there are you really gonna get it to look just right you're really not gonna mess that line up a little too thick a little higher than the the t on it and now you're mm -mm. nope so what you're you're saying is i should hold on to my test you should hold on to your on the black market Absolutely. Or just save it till you need it again and be like, guys, I'm positive again. I can't go (laughs) to your softball game. (laughs) Mary, well, Mary, all kidding aside, I hope you have a, I hope you have an absolutely painless COVID experience and I hope you get back to, back to full health as fast as possible. Thank you, Tom. 
Thank you. You have a grand evening. And uh, I hope you have a good holiday. Oh, you too. Thank you much. Thank you, Mary. Bye-bye. Yeah. How are we doing on the old uh, thing? We ain't got nobody raided. The number went down. Number went down. We're not doing that topic tonight. We ain't doing it. Hello, Best Show. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi. Let me just say one thing before you start. Everybody, I got news for you. You ever listen to Double Thread? It's a show I do with, with Julie Klausner. It's the most amazing show. There's The Best Show. There's Double Threat. Those are the two best podcasts going. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It's not Egg Foo What. It's not The Hawk. All these shows that these other people are trying to push. It's not Breakfast at uh, Berg, whatever that thing's called. Uh, It's not that. It's Best Show. It's Double Threat. Well, Julie Klausner is my partner on Double Threat. And she's doing something very exciting right now. Julie is launching a clothing uh, endeavor where she's making these beautiful ice dye garments, ice dyed garments. They are stunningly beautiful, incredibly cool. Love them so much. Love them, love them, love them. Have a shirt. Uh, Julia has a bodysuit. The dogs have bandanas. Amazing stuff. Love it all. Just know this. Julie has a website set up now. Julie Klausner dies, D-Y-E-S dot com. And there are hoodies up there now. There's a limited amount available. So these are made by the comedy genius herself, Julie Klausner. You can check them out over there. Julie Klausner dies, D-Y-E-S dot com. I think there's just a handful of them left, but you check her stuff out. You make sure you get the updates because she does these these drops of clothing of different styles and different types of garment. Just go to the website and and stay on top of it. She's she's uh, her talents are are uh, numerous. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jason in West Philadelphia. Jason in West Philadelphia. How are you tonight, Jason? Um, I'm okay. Uh, I'm I'm laid up in bed. Um, oh, no. I, I got hit by a car yesterday. Oh, no. what happened? You got hit by a car? Yeah, it, it was an SUV. Uh, what happened? Uh, <laughs> what happened? So I was I was already having like like a bad day uh mm-hmm. you know i just had got some bad news and had some family stuff um and so i'm like i'm gonna go for a walk and clear my head and i get two blocks from my house and 
this person going like 35 miles an hour just blasts through the intersection and hits me and then drives away. And drives away. So it was a full-on hit and run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I am so sorry, Jason. That's terrible. How how oh, bad you, was uh, it? So, I, luckily, there was no... It, I didn't have any serious injuries. But, um, I have... This is going to sound kind of weird. Um, I have this weird bone density thing that a couple of doctors have checked, and they're like, do you have bone cancer, or do you maybe have, like, weird bone growth stuff? And it's nothing wrong, but, like, it's... I, I just don't break bones, so I flew, like, five feet, um, and I have really bad bruising, but nothing broke, so. And you're from Philadelphia. Yeah. You're unbreakable. <laughs> you're freaking unbreakable. I got unbreakable. Everybody, we got a celebrity on the line, actually, right now. I want to let everybody know. Famous person on the line. Famous person on the line. That's right. From the M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, it's exciting to welcome to the show the star of Unbreakable, Glass, uh, the other one. We got Unbreakable on the line. How are you, Unbreakable? I'm, I'm, I'm doing about as well as I can be. Well, it's exciting to meet you. I'm a big fan of the movies. You... Uh, <laughs> Who's that other one? You f- split was the other one. Split. <laughs> Remember split? I, I I unfortunately did not see split. James McAvoy. So I want to say this. You're from Philadelphia. Are you all fired up because the Eagles are so good this year? The football Eagles. I'm not a sports person. Um, I do, I, I do enjoy sort of the general chaos that happens when the sports teams win, though. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this: Eagles are what are they? Eleven and one now, twelve and one, whatever it is. They ain't winning the Super Bowl. They're just, it's just not going to happen. I would take that to the bank. The Eagles are not going to win the Super Bowl. Sorry, Eagles fans, it ain't happening. And in your guts, you know it too. You know it's not going to happen. Eagles ain't winning nothing this year. Sorry. So, Jason, you got hit by an SUV. I got hit by an SUV, and then I, uh, nobody was around. Uh, so I just kind of picked myself up and walked the 12 blocks to the urgent care center and they flipped me over. And, mm-hmm. and what did they say? You're, you're okay. Yeah. They said I was uh, fine. I, 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 this has happened multiple times where something bad has happened to me. I go to the ER or, you know, the doctor and they're like, I, you shouldn't, really be alive right now but um i guess you're okay so goodbye well it's better than a few other things they could have said absolutely i'll take it yeah i'll take it all day long well i am happy that you're okay 
Jason. That's Thank terrifying. Thank you. What did it feel like to get hit by? Were you were you shocked by the SUV? Did you see it coming and couldn't get out of the way? What were what were the yeah. circumstances? Did it did time slow down for you? Time didn't slow down. Um, the, I, I started crossing the street because like um, they were coming down the block and then they were slowing down. So I was like, okay, they see me, they're stopping. Mm-hmm. And then they're halfway down the block and then they just floor it. Um, and I just can't get out of the way in time. So I, I start, I, I kind of like ran forward a little bit, but it basically got me straight in the side, like right, right in the ribs and below the ribs. No. Oh, unbreakable. I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does, it does hurt a lot today. So I'm laid up in bed. Uh, my cat, uh, my cat is named after Philly boy, Roy. So Roy is keeping me company. And what is your cat? What's your your cat's name is Philly Boy Roy? Yeah, his his name at the vet is officially Royden Ziegler. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. And he is just as as um colorful a character as Roy is. Well, I'm glad you've got a cat to keep you company. That is uh a special special thing that you've got a cat. Uh, especially a, a cool cat, the way this cat seems to be. Um, I'm sorry you got hit by an SUV. I'm glad you're unbreakable. The Eagles are not winning the Super Bowl. Um, and I wish you nothing. But I like on the try. I say it on the. I say it on the chat. And you'd think you'd think people played for the Eagles in the chat. I always love when people are like, hey, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go do this. We're we we are. They're in Denver. You're at home. You don't play for the Eagles. Stop with the we business. Every sports fan, stop with we. Seriously. If we can just go get uh this play, we. What do you mean we? What if I talked away about movies, right? I, I, we can blow up this Death Star if we just, uh, you know, if we just get a, a squadron together. I'm telling you, we can blow this Death Star up. How dumb does that sound? Well, that's how dumb it sounds when you say it for sports. I'm telling you, we can beat Thanos. I'm telling you, if we could just get back through the quantum realm, I, we can just, we can beat this guy. <laughs> You know, if we could just team up and get that, get those, gen- like, right? You just got to get the Infinity Stone. We can beat them. <laughs> Sounds so stupid. <laughs> but that's what sports sound like when you say we. Shame on all of you. Right? What am I, what is it? I'm telling you, oh, we can get through. Like, even, it doesn't even have to be superhero movies. Or tell you, well, I'll tell you, if we could just get this this waterbed business going, we could really make money. And then maybe uh, John Peters will be <laughs> John Peters will buy a mattress. For, it's like right. <laughs> I ain't in licorice pizza. And you ain't on the Eagles. 
Y'all gotta stop. Just stop. Eagles fans. This is my impression of an Eagles fan. Eagles win one game. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's, it's August. <laughs> and look, maybe the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. And and this is what can happen. When the Eagles win the Super Bowl, you know, people could be, oh, you said they were going to lose the Super Bowl. They, guess what? I don't know. I'm not psychic. I'm throwing out predictions just the way you're saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying they're not. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Well, I knew. Did you? I'll tell you, when the Eagles ain't going to win, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be the final game of the NFC championship. Eagles about to win. They just got to punch it into the end zone. Big play comes. An SUV drives onto the field. Because <laughs> it's Philadelphia. Runs over all the Eagles. They're all okay, though. They just get knocked around by this out-of-control SUV. Then Jason from West Philly because he's unbreakable, he comes on the field, runs with the football the other way, and the Cowboys win the Super Bowl then, or they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Sounds like a fun time. It's what's going to happen. I love these. When we, when we win the Super Bowl, we. Enough with we. Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys more. I don't know. I don't mind the Eagles. Eagles fans are lovably, lovable trash. They are. Lovable trash. Cowboys fans are figuring out how to get three hobos out on the grassy knoll to get away with it. That's what goes down there in Texas. Some grassy knoll action. Grassy Knoll action is my favorite uh, Guided by Voices uh, record also. Uh, Jason, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon. You feel better, okay? Thanks so much, Tom. Have a great night. Of course. You, you too. All right, let's go. The phone's best show. Hello. Hey, Tom. This is Nick from Albuquerque. How's it going? Nick from Albuquerque. Yes, sir. How are things in Albuquerque tonight? Um, pretty good, man. Pretty, a little bit chilly, but all in all, very good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, what do you, yeah. what do you got for me, my friend? All right, so I had this. Uh, I got an Uber story. Okay, let's hear it. And. Uh, I, I'm going around, I, I get an Uber for my neighborhood in Albuquerque. Hold on, we got a little music here to set the mood for you. Can you hear that? Yeah, 
No. You can't? Yeah, I can. Do you know what song that is? Bad Company? It's not. You're not being bad companyed. It's the song Albuquerque oh, by Neil Young. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking out for you, Nick. Thanks. Of course. So you get... So tell me the story now. So I get, I get an Uber, and I'm like... Uh, I don't think I, I was wasn't going that far. Okay. So somewhere pretty easy to get to in Albuquerque, but the guy, he's like kind of being nice, and we're kind of having like a conversation, and because he's like, oh, um, hmm, wait a minute, I think we're at a dead end. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And then he he's like kind of talking to me, but he, and he's he's just like, oh yeah, I, I um. Yeah, I just moved here a couple weeks ago. From and where? That's the whole story. Like, I was just thinking, like, well, then why'd you why'd you become an Uber driver mm-hmm. right away? Yeah. Like, yeah. shouldn't you know the city first? You'd think. You'd think you'd know the city before Breaking you took on, on such a such a. Uh, such a such a geographically specific job. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was disappointed. Well, I'm sorry about that. You didn't deserve that. You deserve more, Nick. Thanks. You deserve more, Nick. Thanks, Tom. Okay. You got any holiday plans? Yeah. You got any holiday plans, Nick? What do you got planned? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to uh, to my sister's in Austin, Texas. Okay, you're gonna keep and, it weird. Uh, uh, yeah, gonna see the family. You gonna keep it weird? Oh, I'm gonna keep it so weird. It's Austin. You gotta. You pulling up with spinners and a Roki Erickson CD blasting. You got it figured out, Nick. I like the cut of your jib. You call back anytime you want, my friend. Did just hang up on you, though. Man, these sports fans. There's something else. Hmm. We ain't going to hit that uh, 500 mark tonight. We ain't getting raided. It's going to be a fun topic. Ain't happening. That's how it goes sometimes. All right, let's go to the phones. Back to the phones. Hot phones, hot phones. Hello, best show. Okay, not sure why they ain't picking up. Here we go. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. This is uh, Ged in Hudson, New York. How's it going? Ged. Ged. Now, what is Ged? Is it a nickname? I'm not trying to look. If Ged is your name, good, no, no, more no. power to you. What's Ged? What is, you know, what's the origin it. of Ged? Ged is short for Geddes, which is my middle name. Um, 
short for And I've Guinness. been called that my whole life. And it's so you know, my mother's to... middle name. It was her father's name. So Mr. Gitz, uh, you're yeah. calling from New York, Mr. <laughs> we Gitz? We did this last time. But I'm doing it again. I'll never get tired. I almost hung up. I almost hung up on it because I thought you were blasting. What do you want me to do? You know, it's Ged. I'm going to do uh, the Chinese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, Ged. How are you? Uh, I, I'm doing great tonight, Tom. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. To what do that's, I owe the pleasure uh, of this great. call? What do I owe the pleasure of the call, Ged? Uh, well, I have uh, two short uh, stories. One is one is in an Uber, and uh, one is in a taxi. Okay. Which one do you want to hear? Which one do I want to hear? Uh, well, uh, let's. I guess uh, the Uber one. I uh, I used to live in Los Angeles, and um, I was taking an Uber from the Echo to uh, Glassell Park, where I was living at the time, and uh, with some friends. You know, we were in various stages of intoxication, and uh, somebody wanted to stop at Jack in the Box. Um, you know, there's that Jack in the Box right before you get on the two in uh, in Echo Park. Um, and, uh, pulled into the drive-thru and there was a couple having a fight in the parking lot. This is, you know, probably like one thirty in the morning, sometime around that they're yelling really loudly. And, uh, and the guy starts saying, the car is effing stolen. The car is effing stolen. Uh-huh. And the, and his partner, I mean, I guess was upset by this or maybe that he was yelling it started throwing the food from their jack-in-the-box bag at him and it was missing him and hitting the car and burgers slapping into a into a stolen car in the jack-in-the-box parking lot mm-hmm. and i was in an uber so you're just watching the show yeah yeah i mean no i, I didn't get involved i would <laughs> have inserted myself into that you think? Yeah, yeah. I would have gone like, I can. I mean, let me uh, let me get in the middle of this. Is what I would yeah. have done. I would start I mean, bossing people not, around. I'm, not, I'm maybe not as as uh, confrontational as you. I don't know. Yeah, I would have gotten right up in their faces. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Um, I would. Can I do the other one? Well, this is the first thing I would have done. I would have gotten out. I would have went. What the f is going on here? Like. As if I was like running the show. Yeah. That's what I would have done. That's just me though. That's it. So let's hear the other <laughs> one, Ged. Uh, so the other one is going way back um, to when I was, uh, it's actually one of my earliest memories. Mm-hmm. So um, I was, you know. When you were a young boy, you liked to. Yeah. Right? The pride of. New Jersey. What band was that? The Pride of New Jersey. You can say it. Say it, Ged. I don't, I don't want to say it. You can say it. Who's the Pride of Newark, New Jersey? <laughs> what band claims to be from Newark, New Jersey, which are not from Newark, New Jersey? They're rounding up to Newark on that. You know, it's amazing. It's it, the name has slipped out of it's. it's I just keep wanting to say the killers, and I know it's not the it's not the killers. That's the, that's uh, Las Vegas. But it's like problem. good Charlotte. It's a good no. It's, it's not good Charlotte. Charlotte. It's a good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. It's, Bad it's man. It's like in that world, though. 
Um, come on, you can do it. Three words. Oh God. Three words. Oh, my chemical romance. There you go. The pride of Newark, New Jersey. When I was a young boy, my papa used to ride the black parade all up and down the street. He told me that I would one day be the master of my own black parade in the street. Um, this is actually a story about my papa. So okay, let's hear the story about your papa. Let's hear the story about your papa. My I grew up in like central Connecticut, and my father hated New York City. Just you know. Hated. He just couldn't stand it. But uh, what did he hate? My parents about had it? friends who lived there, and the so scum. We, you know, we would. What did he hate? The scum. Young, did would, he hate the scum? What did he hate about New York? The I scum? think it was just it was too much for him. You know, he lived in like a twenty mile circle his whole life. He and, hated uh, that New York you know. scum, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the New York scum. What can right, I say? the scum, the dogs, the filth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like your yeah. uh, papa might have been Travis Bickle. He was. He did often wish for a hard rain to come and wash things away. Sure. So, so go ahead. I'm yeah. listening. Um, <laughs> so we were we were visiting my parents' friends, and uh, uh, we took a cab somewhere. I don't know where, because again, I was you know probably under two years old. Uh, it caught on fire while we were inside of it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and that was the last time my father ever went to New York City. He was done after that. Because the cab caught on fire? Yeah. I mean, I did look, it. New York's full of scum, of course. I'm not even putting that as a pejorative. I'm just saying it's 10 pounds of scum in a five-pound container. Um, but... The cab catching on fire is not New York's fault. No, I mean, look, I'm with you. <laughs> I did I did return to New York City mm-hmm. many times after that. Um but he was uh what can I say? He was he was a man of great conviction mm-hmm. and uh stupid ideas. So that's uh Is he no longer with us? Is is your is your papa no longer with us? He is, he is no longer with us. Well, I'm no. sorry to hear that. You know. Yes, of course. No, my my sympathies. Has it been a while? I'm not prying, but. Uh, no, I mean, it, he, he passed in 2017. So That's... it's like right in that it's almost been a while. But, still fresh. You know, still feeling, That's still fresh. Still That's, fairly fresh. That's soon enough that it'll, you'll you still get those. Uh, still get those feelings kicking up every once in a while out of nowhere. Oh yeah. 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 Happens well, it's, to it's interesting. Us. Cause I'm, you know, I'm 40 and I, I, I find myself in these places where I'm like, I wish I had a parent to ask like a parent question. And you know, it's Gad, uh, that's when it kind of, it hits me. You well, know? Gad, this is my offer to you. Yes. Reach out to me. You got a question. I'll answer it for you. Oh, Tom, thank you so much. That's you got really, a question. Really you got, you need, do you need uh, some parental advice? I'll help you out. Could you show me how to shave? Of course I can, Gid. Okay, great. Because I, I, I really admire your uh, clean shaven uh, well, not, always Not face. tonight. That's, you know. Not tonight, man. 
But Gab, <laughs> you want it, you want it, you got it. All right, All right Gab. Thanks, Tom. We'll throw we'll throw the old football around. <laughs> How's that? That sound? sounds great. That sounds fantastic. You and I will yeah. throw the football around. Oh well, thank you very much, Tom. And I, I you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't intending for the call to end up here, but the last time I called, you made me apologize to Steve Albini for saying that he produced the Pixies album. So I think this yes. is definitely an improvement. All right. Well, you did. You you done good, Ged. <laughs> All right. You have a great night. Yeah, you as well. Thanks so much, Tom. Of course. Pat, are you here? Pat Byrne, best show producer. Pat Byrne, are you on the line? It is me. Well, Pat, a little birdie told me that you have some upcoming performances. That's right. This week, this week only, Brooklyn, New York, I'll be on the Tommy McNamara Christmas show called Christmas Man at Union Hall. You can come on down this Thursday, that's the 15th of December, over at Union Hall, and it's going to be a good old time. There'll be music, there'll be comedy, and uh, I hope to see anyone who's around. Union Hall. This Thursday, so Thursday, you're talking about Thursday, December 15th. That's the one. You can see Pat Byrne as one of the performers in... Tommy McNamara's Christmas show. That's right. Christmas Man with comedy and music from Tommy McNamara, mm-hmm. Shane Torres, Joe Firestone, Brittany Carney, and many, many more. Nick Naney's on the show. Nick Naney. Very funny. Chris Donahue. It's going to be a big one. And then a couple days later, also in Brooklyn, at Our Wicked Lady, I'll be at the Favorite Friend Presents uh show i guess it's a it's a holiday show also that's december 17th and it's a whole all-day thing i'll be going on at night i think around nine but uh you can get there early at our wicked lady on saturday and there's bands and comedy and a whole bunch more amazing so there's two shows this week for for pat for pat fans two chances new comedy uh from me and uh and also music And you can check all this stuff out over. Uh, what's your Twitter again? It's my Twitter is one eight hundred Pat Burn. But you could also find me on Instagram. It's just Pat underscore Burn B Y R N E, like David okay. Burn. All right. Well, people of New York, Pat's doing it. Go get it. Thanks, Tom. Of course, Pat. And I, I hope these shows are just amazing, and they will be. They will be. Let's see, where'd the old phones go? How, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Why can't I find them? Where are the phones? Here they are. That. What, what's going on? All right, here we are. Back to the phones. Hello, Best Show. Uh, hey, Tom, how's it going? Good, good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Chuck. I'm in Atlantic City. You're in Atlantic City. Wow, Atlantic City, one of my favorite places. Which casino are you at? Oh, I'm calling you uh, right from the lobby of the Borgata. 
You're in the Borgata right now. Yeah, yeah. I took a break from the penny slot. I don't believe you. I don't know why I don't believe you. Well, you're very perceptive, Tom. Because first of all, you know why I don't believe you? There's no sound in the background. Yeah, that's a good point. It's hard to find a quiet corner in those places. Yeah, you can't. They're not made to be quiet. You ain't in no casino. Why July? Why July? Why July, Chuck? Why? Why July? Well, I was I was I was at the ocean on Saturday. That is a true story. Okay. Well, what? Let me hold on. Hold on, Chuck. Chuck, hold on one second. I'm just going to check my calendar. Hold on. Okay, Saturday. Saturday. You mean Saturday, December tenth? That was the one. Yeah, well, Chuck, I got some news for you. It's Tuesday, December 13th right now. Well, we don't say where we were. Every night can't be a party, I suppose. Well, you don't say where. I understand that every night can't be a party. I do just want to say, however, that you're saying, well, I I was, uh, you know, I I caught you in a, a fib saying you were in a casino when you're not. And you say, well, I was in one on Saturday. I apologize for being fantastical, Tom. What what do, what, 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 what can I do for you, Chuck? You're on thin ice. Uh, I'll do my best. Uh, anyway, I'm an Uber driver, so okay. uh, I have a couple of good stories. I'll give one a shot if you don't mind. Oh, I like, I'd like that. I'd like that. Okay, so uh, a few years ago... Um, I've driven Uber since about 2016. I want to say this was the first year um, I picked up a woman who was very, very intoxicated. Um, she, uh, for some reason that I can't recall, sat in the front of the car, uh, the, in the front seat. Were there and, many other uh, people in the car that there was no room in the back? No, just the two of us. She requested to sit in the front seat, and I guess in my mind I didn't see a problem with it. Okay. Uh, um, so we got to her house, and uh, an odd detail that I remember was she sat her purse on the floor, and she had like a gigantic, like industrial-sized bottle of white wine just okay. in her purse, unopened. Okay. And um, at the time, the, uh, you you couldn't tip on the app, so um, she made some sort of remark, and I promise this isn't heading anywhere as spicy as it may sound. Um, she said that she would like to give me a tip, but she didn't have any cash on okay. her. Oh, no. No, no, go ahead. No, no, please. I want to hear what's going on with this. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish it. Finish it. I don't know why you get weird like that. She's in the thing. No she's in the car. She's got a giant bottle of white wine. Then what happens? She invited, she invited me into the house. So. Okay. And, uh... I suppose I'll, I'll tell the abridged version. It turned out that she had a boyfriend who was asleep upstairs. Okay. But you thought you're going into maybe uh, get get a couple uh, smooches. Is that what you thought? Um, I, I don't know where it was headed, but I, I just, life is all about experiences, so I figured I'd see it through. Mm-hmm. So you went in the house. Was it a nice house? Let me just say I'm honored to be bad company. What are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing at all. 
<laughs> Have a good night. Tom. No, 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 no. I want to hear the. I want to hear your story. I'm here to talk to you. This, this is about communication. Okay. Um, would you like to hear another quick one? Oh, absolutely. Um, I once picked up a gentleman who was in the midst of being kicked out of his home by his significant other. Okay. Um, she was throwing his things, um, from the porch. Okay. And yelling at him angrily in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, they, they, they got in a loud shouting match as I was sitting in my car. So they got in a shouting match, and you're just sitting there on the in the car watching this. Things getting thrown out onto the lawn. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and he was he was asking if he could put all of his belongings in the trunk of my rather small car. Oh, well, that's okay. Interesting. And how long were you an Uber driver for? Uh, about the past six years. My and you're currently one? Uh, as, a, as a night job. And you're allowed to do what? Six-hour shifts? Eight-hour shifts? Uh, ten. Ten? Yeah. And you're not one of those people who does Uber and Lyft where you switch out the, the, the logo, are you? Um, I did at one point. Okay. And how did that work for you? Um, I, I didn't like do. Well, first off, I never put the logos on my car. Okay. Which I guess, uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought Uber was better uh, treated treated drivers better. So now I just okay. do Uber. Sure. You like Uber better over. Well, look, you got to figure out where you stand on these things and, and make a choice, huh? I suppose so. Uh, that's all I got. So uh, I appreciate your time. Have no, no, no. How long were you? But you're currently an Uber driver. Yes. Look, gotta be sneaky with this stuff now. These people are catching on. Hello, Best Show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Shara. Who is this again? Shara. Shara? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that S-H-A-R-A? Yes. How are you tonight, Shara? Where are you calling from? I'm good. Um, we're in Rhode Island. You're in Rhode Island. And... Uh, are you a lifetime, a lifelong Rhode Island resident? Yes. How do you like it there? It's good. It's, I, I think as I got older, I appreciated, you know, the state a little more. It's, okay. It can, when you're young, it can be kind of boring, but as you get older, you appreciate things more. Who's the most famous person from Rhode Island? Um, Family guy. I don't know. I actually, I actually, I don't know. I actually called you when you were doing that Bruce Springsteen, who's the Bruce Springsteen of your state. Yes. And, um, 
Yeah, I had actually I actually had made a vote for Cass for Maryland, Cass Elliott for Maryland. I didn't even put anybody for Rhode Island, but um, I don't know. I would if I had to redo that list, I would probably say most famous person from Rhode Island would be uh, Stewie. <laughs> I don't, I remember like thinking of people before I called in case you asked for my state specifically, and I don't remember who I had put on the list it's for Rhode fine. Island. Well, you're here right now talking to me. Don't worry about that. To what do I yeah. owe the pleasure of this call, Shara? Oh, well, well, I, I do have a weird Uber story, but what really got me to call was I couldn't believe you were talking about um, pulp pencil skirt and the way that you kept repeating it. And it was just dead silent. I thought it was hysterical because I love that song and I love that album. So yeah. that, I was like, oh, all right, I have a weird story and I will just comment on that too. Oh, it's turning me on. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's one of my favorite songs, so I was like, oh, I have to call. Yeah, it's it's great. Ooh, 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 it right? <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah. Oh, and Mary, your caller Mary, that said she was going to be reviewing Pee-wee's Christmas special. That mm-hmm. was weird, too, because my sisters and I, we still... I don't know. We still, when we're at our parents for Christmas, we have to put that ridiculous show on. And my dad's like, guys, we've got to stop watching this show. It's really weird. So that's a very weird show if you've never seen it. The Pee Wee Christmas special. Yeah. It's very <laughs> bizarre. Right? Remember when Pee Wee would go? <laughs> so it, it was funny. Yeah. It was funny to hear somebody other than us bring that up. So that was funny too. Well, Shara. I'm glad you had yeah. that experience. Let's hear the Uber story yeah. now. Well, the it's it's actually a weird one. Like I have I have a teenage son and he I'm a I'm a pretty paranoid mom. Mom, why are you telling the story? <laughs> no, he's fine now because he's older. He's a little older now, and he he would find it funny. Why'd you call the radio? You embarrassed me. No, no, he, 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 he would think it was funny that I was telling it to you because he does like your show. I too. didn't think it was it's, funny. It's, it's one thing we, no, it's one thing that we can agree to listen to is your show. And there's one thing, but, Shara, um, look, I'm sure your yeah. child is the greatest child that has ever walked the earth. <laughs> but there is some, how old is, is your son now? Yeah, he's 18 now. So he's, he, 18. he's past that age where things you know, are embarrassing. He's, he's, he's cool with things. Is there anything worse? You can say it now that he's 18. Yeah. Is there anything worse than a 13 to 15 year old boy? No. And he's, this story is about when he was 13. So it's funny that you bring up that age. No, it was very trying time. Yeah. Definitely. I don't want that. (laughs) Like everything you'd say here. Let's, let's just do a thing. Like say, So for the purposes of the call, your your son's name is uh, Robbie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Say Robbie. It's Robbie. Uh, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> Robbie, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. <laughs> yep. Why are you bothering me? Yep. Why can't you leave That's me alone? <laughs> I want chicken yep. tenders. <laughs> So, yep. 
Spot on. So you and Robbie, let's hear the story. <laughs> okay. Well, Robbie wanted to take an, an Uber with his friends to, you know, the mall or wherever they were going. Okay. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a little freaked out for you to do that. Because, again, he was he's just, just getting out of kids' stage, right? He's 13. So I'm like, oh, I don't know, honey. So he's like, no, I'm going to be with two of my friends. And uh, all right, all right, yep, okay, there'll be three three boys. And they're getting taller. They're, they're teenagers. All right, that, that should work out fine. And this is the first time he had been asking me to do it, asking me to do it. I finally say yes. So they get when they get home, he says to me, Ma, the, the driver was weird. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, great. So I'm like, well, how was he weird, honey? He's like, oh, he was, you know, asking us just way too many questions. And I'm like, all right, well, Yikes. I don't know when I'm going to allow you to do that again, you know? Mm-hmm. So... He, I'm like, and hopefully just, you know, just don't think about it, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, nothing will come of this. Well, the driver ends up, I guess he, my son's friend is the one that gave him the information, like his telephone number and stuff. That's how they got the Uber ride. So the Uber driver ends up over the next couple of weeks calling my son's friends and like saying disgusting things. So wait, hold, hey, oh, well, hold, hold on. Yes. Yes. The Uber no. driver yes. is calling your son. My son's friend. Your son's friend saying yes. disgusting yes. things? Yes. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have to call the police. Well, my son's friend, his father is a police officer. Uh huh. So he ended up going to this driver's house, you know, screaming at him, scaring the daylights out of him. And, well, so luckily, you know, that was the end of that. But, you know, it's just long story short, I'm this paranoid mom. I finally let my son do this, and that was the outcome. It was like, oh. So, yeah, it was very weird. What disgusting things was he saying without being too intrusive? Well, you know, like asking inappropriate. Oh, like just straight up creep stuff. Well, that's awful. What'd you say? I said just like full yeah. on creep. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, no. I think it's more of a, yeah, it's not really a funny story. It's a very weird story. And that is and a it weird was just one. Ironic that, yeah, I had been so worried. And the first time I let them do that, that's what happened. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> good. so the cop went over and, and yes. beat the tar and out that, of them. And that was. That was the end of that. Yeah. So that's the other irony, right? He messed around with the wrong child because, you know, this this boy's dad is a cop. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess at some but, point a yeah. cop had to do something worthwhile. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it's like, you know, busted clock is right two times a day. Well, I appreciate this call. You're a great caller. Shara, you call anytime you want and tell uh, little Robbie that Tom said uh, hello. Okay, I okay. will. All right, Thanks, bye. Tom. All right, all right. What do we got going here? Avatar 2 coming out this week. 
Yep. And it looks like it's getting like legitimately good reviews, which I mean is looks Avatar. Do I care? I don't care. Could I tell you two things about that first Avatar movie? Yeah, I could. One was that they flew all over the place. And two was that I thought the movie was over at a point and there was still another 45 minutes to go. Suddenly there was like some weird tank fight or whatever the thing was. Will I see Avatar 2? I don't know. I couldn't tell you the plot of Avatar. Well, am I supposed to go there? You know when this Avatar movie's out, Avatar 2, people are just going to be going, what? Wait, what? Who, which one was that? What character is that again? What? Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers who was in Avatar. Hello, best show. But next hey, week, Tom. I want next week I want an Avatar two review. If somebody out there wants to call up and and tell me about Avatar two, please call up. <laughs> or I should say, no, it's not Avatar two. It's Avatar: The Way of the Water. If the movie you've selected is Avatar: The Way of the Water, press one now. Hello. Caller. Hello. To Hi, whom Tom, am I speaking? You? I'm good. I'm good. Who is this now? Uh, this is uh, Chris from Portland, Oregon. Chris from Portland, Oregon. Do I know you, Chris? Yeah, you I do. do. Are you a rock star? No. Oh, you're not. Are you a, a comic book person? Yeah. Did you live at the Clown Motel? Uh-huh. This is a very talented artist. I'm going to say your full name. It's Chris Sabella. That's right. And Chris does comics for what are, what are some of the comics that you're best known for? He created, uh, I don't want, I know you don't want to brag. He created <clears throat> Batman. Yes. And just like to collect the collected and I Superman. He like also came hair. up with Superman too. Yeah, just the one with long hair. Though. The Nick Cage, Superman. Yes. <laughs> I gotta fly. I'm gonna save the world. It's me, Superman. Right. Mm-hmm. He would me. not have been a good Superman. I like everybody. Oh no, it would have been interesting. Would it? It would have been interesting. Yeah, the same way that that, uh, that Chris Cornell uh, dance uh, album was interesting. Don't mean it's good. I mean, it is interesting. Um, go ahead, Chris. Tell what what, what does what is oh. what is your what is your uh, your your top book, as they say in the comic book uh, uh, industry. <laughs> um, I I I did a book called Crowded, which that, is yes. about. Uh, Great a book. world where uh, there's Kickstarters for assassinations. It's an amazing book. It's so much fun. You gave me a pull quote for it. I did, and I because nice. I loved it. Yeah, I put it on two volumes. That's how proud I was of it. That's amazing. And what are you working on now? Uh, I'm doing a fantasy book called Godfell about uh, 
you know, God falls out of the sky dead one day, and then uh, I jinx ensue. Hold on a second. God falls out of the sky and he's dead? Huh? Yikes. That's how it opens. <laughs> but it's a non-denominational God. It's not the, sure. Okay, I'm not here not... to offend anyone. Sure. Well, that's classic storytelling because you act one, God falls out of the sky and gets stuck in a tree. Act uh-huh. two, you go in the tree and you try to get the dead God out of the tree. And act three, you get the dead God it. out of the tree. Yeah. Everyone lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, my formula. So... Chris, what you got an Uber story for us? Uh, sort of. I have a weird uh, Uber phenomenon that I've noticed. Um, there was a I took an Uber once, and like when I got in, the driver was playing like some cool electronic music. Mm-hmm. And then after about ninety seconds, he changed it. Like he saw me, and apparently I appeared to be like the whitest, least hip person in the world because he saw me and then changed it to uh black velvet by alana miles oh, there. i don't well, know that, if you remember that terrible song though do i ever mississippi <laughs> delta in the summertime right that one was like uh-huh. black velvet right black yeah. velvet if you please I like what she's singing about the Mississippi Delta. And I'm not judging anybody for being inauthentic. Uh, I don't care about authenticity even a little bit in art or music. Authenticity is maybe the most boring part of anything. Why would I care if anybody's real? I don't care. But I remember when, when Alana Miles is singing about the Mississippi Delta and all that stuff. It's like, wait, aren't you from like Vancouver? (laughs) But I don't care if Alana Miles is from Vancouver. So be it. More power to you. Keep singing about the Mississippi Delta. I love it when people, when people do stuff like that, who cares where you're, you know, go pretend. Sure. Tell stories. I don't care. As long as you got a good story, that's all I care about. Right there with you. Thank you. But yeah, I felt very sort of uh, lightly insulted. Um, so uh, I don't know if that's a phenomenon other people have experienced, but uh, it's certainly one that stuck with me forever. It was like, I apparently look like a guy who listens to or would like to listen to Alana Miles. Uh, so this, yeah, that is, that would hurt. If suddenly you hear something where you're just like, ooh, this sounds cool. And then this guy looks at you. He's like, this guy's, <laughs> this guy can't hang. This guy can't yeah. hang. I, I got, I'll give him something more his speed. <laughs> right? Yeah. That. That's why I still remember it. Like that was years and years ago, but it stuck with me forever. Cause I was like, man, mm-hmm. I, I must give off a vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was playing before you got in the car? Uh, just some sort of like, you know, EDM, I okay. don't know, electronic, you know, cool stuff. Well, let's pretend you're just getting in the, in the Uber right now. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh,
pretty good. Hold on one second. It's more your speed, huh? Making you feel at home. <laughs> I did know all the words. Yeah, that's a good song. So he wasn't wrong. Jimmy Rogers on the Victrola. Look, yeah. again, I don't care. I like I like inauthenticity in art. I love Led Zeppelin ain't from the uh Delta they ain't from the Delta Blues man tradition. They were play, they, they were session guys. They played on Goldfinger. Yeah, they also never met any elves or anything. So. They never met any elves. Bob Dylan, he ain't no, uh, he ain't riding the rails. His parents, just, like his mother or father was a school teacher. Whatever. I love it. Christopher, thank you yeah. so much for the call. You're a, you're a great call. Please keep us in the loop for what you're working on and what's coming next. Yeah, sure. We'll do. All right. Thanks a lot. I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Avatar two. Anybody got any news with avatar two next week? You call, if you saw it, you call and tell me all about avatar two best show. Hello. And next week is the best show. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Next week is the best show. Christmas, uh, not Christmas holiday show extravaganza we got a couple couple things up our respective sleeves so stay tuned for that next tuesday to whom am i speaking hey tom this is uh kevin kevin where are you calling from i am calling from uh ridgewood queens ridgewood queens why the hesitation a little uh, shifty. I, I'm from, yeah, I'm from Westchester, and I usually like to rep Westchester because I feel like it doesn't get a lot of, there's not a lot of Westchester representation out there. But I thought, you know, I should be honest and say where I'm actually calling from. I tonight. like, I like the cut of your uh, jib here, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. So, to what do I owe the pleasure um, of this call? So yeah, I I don't have a crazy uber story but i, I kind of have a peculiar one that when this happened I, I did think of you actually because it just seemed like a a weird best show like i don't know just something that would stand out in your brain maybe i'm projecting here but so basically last summer um my uh my partner and i we went to um hartford connecticut to go see uh fish the xfinity theater and uh okay we what, were, what happened? Um, was this a court sent? Was this like court ordered? Some sort of <laughs> punishment? Did you lose a bet? Um, were you? Be- was did, was this some sort of punishment? Yeah. Was this some sort of like that movie with the million dollars? You got paid a million. Like you get paid a million dollars to do something again that goes completely against your moral foundation. What was this? I. 
as a teenager, I was indoctrinated into the jam band scene. And as an adult now, I uh, dabble every once in a while. Uh, and I wanted to show my partner what the scene was like. That's why we went out there. And look, I'll say this. I've joked around about it. I'll go see Fish. If Fish came out here and we're doing shows, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I told my friend CT, Chris Thompson in Vampire Weekend, loves Fish. I told him, I like everything about Fish except their music. They're great to their fans. Right. They do a cool stage show. They heighten everything as much as they possibly can. Try to make... Uh, normal shows into a memorable experience they cover albums out of nowhere just every everything except for the sound that comes out of those four <laughs> fellas up there i'm into all of it i wish there was a yeah. i wish ocs would do a three-day festival <laughs> where they would just play and then they'd pop up to a show at two in the morning and it does, I, w I would love, I would eat that up. Where's that for me? You know, well, one of the best, you know, I just want to say, Kevin, I'm just going to interrupt. I'm going to cut you off here. So. I'm going to say this. There's an album. The, the band Wand were on the best show a couple months ago. Did you hear that by any chance? I did, yeah. It was phenomenal. They put an album out this year on Drag City, and it's a double album called Spiders in the Rain. It's a live album. It is so good. It's so great. I think that's as solid an entry point for Wand as you could have. The new Wand album is so killer. I I love it so much. One of the best albums of the year easily. I just want to say and that they jam out on that record. But they jam out in a very rock context. It's not all like heavy rock. Like they, it's like a, it's like heavy rock uh, spreading out heavy. I love it. <clears throat> so go ahead with your fish story. Oh yeah, um, I know. I just want to say I agree with everything that you said. And I was an indie rock kid, and then I got introduced to that world, and just everything that you just said completely just. Uh, really gravitated me towards that scene and that lifestyle a lot. But okay. so my my partner and I went to Hartford and we decided, okay, we're gonna Uber from the hotel to the the venue. And the driver that we got for like the 20 minute car ride was an older gentleman, um, and he was very I don't know I I like I said I live in Queens now and I'm used to just Uber drivers pretty much being quiet the entire time but this was an older gentleman who was like very talkative um and asking a lot of questions about where we were going uh and i said oh we're going to a concert and he kind of had one of those like "Ooh, a concert like i haven't i haven't been to a concert in so long and then he asked what it was and i was like fish he's like i've never heard of that i should is it like rock and roll i was like yeah it's like yeah it's like rock and roll, rock and and roll. you should have been yeah, sued for false for false that. advertising are they like rock and roll? Yeah. You're under arrest. <laughs> I deserve no. That. I ba deserve basically, that. they're so, they're like they're like a, a barbershop quartet with a a, tr a trumpet player, a guy playing a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's more than fair. So I 
I, I tell him this, and then he, yeah, like he, he just goes into old man territory and just like, yeah, you know, I, I, I haven't seen live music in a while. And then he goes, I actually, I guess he, he had been a driver for a while and he was just like, I, there was a, a day in the 70s, I'm pretty sure he said the 70s, I could be wrong, but he was like, there was a day in the 70s where I was uh, hired to drive the Beach Boys around uh, Hartford. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so it, more specifically, it was like, I'm not a big Beach Boys person, but like he, it was like two or three specific members, including Mike Love that he was driving around on this mm-hmm. day from like, they had a concert that night and it was like radio like appearances that they had to make during the day. Long story short, the car uh, busts down on the highway, um, like on the way to the concert that night or something like that in this story. Mm-hmm. And the thing that this Uber driver tells me that has stuck out in my brain ever since is the car breaks down, everybody's trying to figure out what to do, and Mike Love just goes to the side of the highway and starts smelling and like picking flowers. Okay. Mike Love. This, this, was, this is the 70s, Mike Love. Yeah. Starts picking and flowers. I, there's just something about that specific image that has just like stuck out in my brain like ever since you told this story. There's like all this chaos and Mike Love like on the side of the road just completely in his own that world. That is hilarious and weird. That's all I got. Um, that's a good story. That's a good story, my friend. Kevin. Thanks, Tom. Like I said, when it happened, I thought of you immediately. I was like, this seems like a sharp language. Well, that's sweet. That's sweet. I appreciate you thinking. I I appreciate you thinking of me. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Hello, Beth Shao. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Hey, it's uh, Donnie in Buffalo. Donnie in Buffalo. How's it going tonight, Donnie? It's going okay. It's going okay. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. Why, why, what's what's shaking? Well, now, I mean, okay, so I just heard this story about Mike Love, and uh, I was actually, I actually saw Mike Love play, I saw the Beach Boys the other day do their Christmas show. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty bad, but I was standing. Uh, Hold on a, a second. Mine was working. Hold on a second. Yeah. You're telling me that a Beach Boys Christmas show in 2022 with a 97 year old Mike Love and uh, Al Jardine is 108. And they got John Stamos is uh, is uh, he's getting even John Stamos is getting up there. He, he he don't he ain't hitting those conga drums the way he used to. You're telling me this show was not very good. Yeah, well, John Stamos was not there, and Al Jardine plays. Uh, I, I believe he still plays with uh, with Brian. So but, it's Bruce uh, Johnson, it, Johnston. Bruce Johnson was Bruce Johnson was. There, oh, yeah. he sucks. Um, but I was I was kind he of standing, so on the, bad. standing on the side of the stage. Bruce Johnston sucks so bad. His biggest tri- accomplishment in the Beach Boys was that song Disney Girls, which is one of the worst things. Just terrible. Yeah. 
It oh name checks Doris Day, so you know how good it is right there. Disney girls. Yikes. So go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to take you off target, my friend. That That's okay. I did, This has totally caught me off guard because it wasn't what I was going to talk about. But I was standing on the side of the stage, and I had this moment where I'm like, that moment like, okay, you're there and you can kill Hitler, you know, if you go back in time and kill Hitler. And it, so I'm standing there. I'm like, I could run out on the stage and tackle Mike Love from the wings. Mm-hmm. And but I'm like, well, then I'll be in trouble and I'll get arrested for assaulting a senior citizen. So yeah, I didn't you do would, it, so I stayed you, and I watched about It's not a good idea. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I just it's that thing, you know, how you have that impulse in your head for a second where you're like, I could do this right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it as much as I wanted to for his past crimes, like make him pay somehow. But I didn't. I watched about about 10 minutes and I left. OK, uh, I get it. I get it. Uh you watched 10 minutes. What did they do in that time? Will St. Nick? Um, I, they, they went, no, I, I don't think I caught little St. Nick. They were, they were going through some real kind of perfunctory, you know, bad Christmas songs. And then they did, uh, they did in my room, which the hired gun guitar player, he sang that and Mike kind of just sat there and was, you know, kind of scowled at him a little bit like he does in my room. And at this point, they, they, in, it's, at this point yeah. the room that they're singing about is a, a room in a nursing home. There's a place where I can go and get all my medicine in my room, in my room. The nurse comes in and the orderly brings my food and I didn't want mashed potatoes in my room. You didn't call to talk about the Beach Boys, though. I no, I, I I didn't. That was like I got sidetracked. I actually had, I had a question and I had an uh, like an Uber story, but it also relates to well, it's sort of it doesn't really relate to music, but well, let's it, hear it. It was happened after our concert, my friend. I'm ready. Okay, um, okay. So and let me just say um, one quick thing coming... you, before you go. Yeah. I'm so sorry to cut you off one more time. Are you familiar with uh, the best show? Uh, Four Horsemen. Do you know what that is? Yes. A new episode. New I'm, episode. I'm a, Patreon. I'm a Patreon, so yes. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. There's a new episode going up this week. Can't wait. A new new episode of Best Show Four Horsemen. Get ready. It's all Ruben Esk Ruben Esk has been fantastic. I've been loving Thank it. You. I didn't Thank listen you. to um to the uh so far, boys, uh, you know, you know, possible final uh, chapter yet, but I'm looking forward to it's it. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, go ahead. That's okay. Uh, so, so I had been uh, on vacation with my wife and and my best friend in Southern Florida, and we stopped on our way home. We we went to a concert in Miami, and I mean, if I say the concert, I've been gone for for something similar to this before, but I'll just be honest. You're I was, safe I went, now. We went to go see the Eagles, the Eagles and Jimmy Buffett. Why? Were you getting your, I mean, your were like, you getting your, your portion of suck over with all at once? The Eagles and yeah, Jimmy I mean, Buffett? I, know, I get it. it it's, it's not for everybody, but I was, I wanted to be the only person. No, but the thing is, it literally uh, is for sure. everybody. I guess. It literally I, is for fun. everybody. It's escape, you know. 
It's escape. the same reason you go see a, a, a real bad movie, I guess. I don't know. I, it's not bad. I, I enjoy okay. it. I, it's, your thing. It's, it's your thing. It. it's your thing. It's your thing. It's your thing. It's your thing. Don't worry. Go ahead. It's one. It's one. It's one thing among a lot of things. But I did. I I did wear a minor threat T-shirt. I wanted to be the first person to ever wear a minor threat T-shirt to a Jimmy Buffett concert. So I did that. Oh, that's impressive. Did Did he see you from the audience? He He did not. It was a giant. It was a. It was the Hard Rock Stadium. So I don't think. He hey man, straight edge. I won't sign the Discord. Egg hunt. He was, he was, he, I was hoping he was going to get a big circle pit going up in the front and, you know, maybe I could, I could get in and then he's going to break it up because it's mm-hmm. getting too violent. Sure. You know, that's what you're uh, hoping for. Happened. Didn't happen. Didn't okay. Happen. Um, but the next day we're, we're leaving, we're leaving, um, Fort Lauderdale, going to the airport. And so my friend is a bit of a crab apple and he, you know, I expected he was going to throw my bag into the back of the cab or Uber, whatever he was taking. And he didn't. So it was left on the side of the curb at the hotel. So we get to check in at the airport and I realized my bag's not there. Um, so the, the, what ended up happening is I called the hotel and the hotel's like, yeah, we can't help you. Your bag's here. You got to come back and get it. I didn't want to miss the flight. It had my laptop in it, it had all my clothes, everything. I called an Uber and I kind of put in the instructions to the Uber driver. I'm like, uh, it's just a bag. Can you just grab the bag and bring it to me at the airport? Now, mind you, this is South Miami where there's, you know, I'm sure there's all kinds of different trafficking going on mm-hmm. uh, or South Florida. So, but the, sure enough, the Uber driver did it and I ended up with my bag and, you know, I tipped him really well. And it was one of those things where it's like humanity, you know, proved itself. The guy took care of me, brought my bag to me and it was great. Very that well look all's well that ends well I guess is what we can say to that yeah good yeah. it's nice to get a a good story here Donnie yeah I appreciate it stop going to Eagle shows so I have one one, one last thing though go ahead. Uh, and it's go ahead. it's sort of music and literature related go ahead go ahead um so so Bob Dylan has this book out called Philosophy of uh of Modern Music do you know about yes. this book oh I know all about it yeah so. He got in a lot of trouble for doing using, I guess, an auto pen for yeah. the signatures. I'm going to just say this: tune into Four Horsemen this Sunday. Okay. I talk all about it. Okay. All my about my it. question was: I also I bought an autographed book in the last year or two, um, and it was a a book by by a certain author. I think it was a New York Times bestseller. Um, it's called It Never Ends. I think it's in paperback now. It is in paperback. And I was, gonna, I was just speculating whether or not that book was auto-penned. After I heard about the Dylan controversy, I was wondering. Well, I signed every one of those frickin' uh, book plates. Every single one of them I signed. Don't worry. Those are all uh, Those are all me. I'm not Bob Dylan. It doesn't take five people for me to sign something. Thanks, Donnie. Good final call. Final call. Here we go. Hello, Best Show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Carlos Seattle. All right. You sound far away. Something's going on. Oh, can you hear me better now? Uh, barely. So sorry. There we go. Okay. Um, I, I'm calling a week early. I have a little bit of a holiday dilemma. You have uh, a holiday dilemma. 
What what is it? Yeah. Well, there's this secret Santa thing going on at work, and I've never taken part in one. I've never really had a job that has a secret Santa. And uh, this year we had to fill out this form, you know, what do you like? You know, chocolate, you know, what kind of coffee, whatever, all these things. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I filled it out. And then a week later, it's, you know, second go around and my gift doesn't arrive. You know, we do like, you know, make there's a gift twice a week or something. And, you know, according to the schedule, like, you know, this week something sweet, next week something hot, next week something, you know, Christmassy, whatever. So uh, the second time it comes a day late. And I'm like, what's where's my gift? Where's my gift? And then it comes up. I I open it up and it's uh it's a bunch of tapes. I'm like, oh wow. I uh I put on my thing, I'm like, yeah, any old any old tapes you got? Because I like to, you know, make tape loops and all this, you know, stupid stuff. And I'm like, whatever you got, you know, send it in. And I, I'm like, oh wow, look, it's uh it's some tapes, it's some real tapes, it's some Maxells, XL twos from, you know, back in the eighties or whatever. And I'm like, these are quality tapes, and I, you know, get it out to the car and I take a look. And I see on the spines, all it just says is 42169, the Arc Boston, and another one is 121269. I don't know what it says. Then the other one is like, you know, something 69. Was this Velvet Underground? <sighs> no, it's, it's, it's the dead. There's no. Wow. <laughs> and I know because it doesn't say, you know, there's no. I knew right away because it didn't, there's no, you know, no name, no artist name. Mm-hmm. I just assumed, and then I get. Later, I get home and there's yeah, there's a list of the songs, and and I work at a school, and it's and it's a Catholic school, and I'm not religious, and you know I just work there, and you know I'm wondering about you know, these people think I'm a deadhead? Did they did did they think that's what I was requesting? Mm-hmm. Um, you know I'm wondering what that says about me as you know as a, as a worker. <laughs> that they gave you a bunch of dead shows. Yeah, do they think is that what they do they think I was requesting this? Do they think I'm a deadhead? Yeah, I think they do. Think you got to get worried. a new job. I'm, I'm really worried. New yeah. job time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to meet this person on Friday like, you know, I, I know them, but I will I will I will find out, you know, who my secret Santa is. That's very exciting. That's right. So, how, yeah, how should I approach this? Should I I mean, cuz maybe they're the deadhead actually. And they're you know like spreading the gospel or whatever. And I just want to say I don't I don't know they might be. It sounds like they're spreading the gospel, trying to get the word out. I want to say one thing you to know, the best okay. show staff. I don't want no presence, no presence. If I come here next week, and people have gotten me presents, I don't know what I'm I'm I, I don't know what I'm going to say. No presence. No presents. Please don't give me presents. <laughs> I tell you, I don't have to worry about it with this crew. I don't got to worry about it, Carl. This best show crew. Yeah. Short arms and deep pockets. You think I'm in freaking <laughs> Jurassic Park over here with all the T-Rexes with their tiny arms, can't reach into there and pull that wallet out. No presents. You pay pretty I well, want too, right? I mean, what, what's that now? You pay pretty well, right? We do what we can. You should come up with something. We do what you look. Yeah, I, look yeah. I don't want no presents. Yeah. I don't want no presents. 
I'm I'm like somebody who hates Led Zeppelin in 1977. No presence. <laughs> All right, my friend. You have a great night. Thank you for the call. And uh, crank those dead tapes and have a blast. Well, yeah, I sure will. Okay. Bye, we'll see bye. What happens. All right. All bye right. Bye. There we go. Everybody, thanks for listening to the show tonight. Tonight was a testament to the uh, concept of when you're up against it and you're not feeling good, sometimes you just got to just got to do it. Because this show any of these other podcasts ain't doing that for 3 hours. I know it, you know it. These podcasts, they can't do a thing without two guests, co-host, this one, that one. You show me the show where somebody sits down in a chair and goes out on a high wire act for three hours and delivers a masterwork, you tell me where they are because they ain't there. Howard Stern? No. Oh, his interviews are so good. Are they? I can literally hear the rustling of the cards that somebody else wrote questions out for. Joe Rogan, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Guy's like a... Like if, if an ape fell in a vat of nair. That's what you get with Joe Rogan. That guy sucks. Big, big shocker, he sucks. And if you th- next week, I'm going to tell you about how Elon Musk sucks. In duh, in a segment I call duh. Thanks for listening. Best show will be back next week. Bye bye. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, and Michael List. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael List, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason, website and technical support provided by Martin Sellis, and the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram over at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>